Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> you know, last week when I was getting ready to send out our Christmas cards, I was like, maybe we should ask Phil Kogan for our fourth anniversary for a new intro. I think we should. Maybe. Might be worth it. I, I was actually thinking as we were listening to that, because I know how loud it is when I when I compile everything. Jeremy, you listen to the show every week. Mm-hmm. Um, how is the intro compared to the rest of the volume of the show generally? Uh, well, the intro is a little louder, but then you come in and are kind of equally equally on the same sound sound level and then it does kind of drop off yeah it's usually our guests that caused that to happen <laughs> um uh, i'll have to i think i the intro and outro i think are a little too loud i need to probably back those off on the tracks um you are listening to the new utah podcast by the way it is um the eve of christmas or christmas day uh if you're listening to this like we suggested last week it's christmas day and good for you. If you're not, <laughs> if you're not, it could be sometime around New Year's or some other Maybe time. Maybe you don't celebrate Christmas. Maybe it's in the future. Just Hanukkah, you, start, Hanukkah started over the weekend. Just because so. you don't fucking celebrate Christmas doesn't mean it's not Christmas Day. It's still Christmas True. Day. I don't well, celebrate I know, Ramadan but, and it still exists. But if it's, if it's not your <laughs> Christmas Day, like you're that. not. You're listening to this. You're not. Like you didn't open presents in the morning, and yeah, I mean, of course you could always whip this out and show it and share it with grandma. I'm not. Yeah, whip this out. Only thing you should whip out and share with grandma. Speaking of, it is episode one eight seven. So one eight seven on Santa Claus is that? Oh yeah, one eight seven Santa Claus. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna really. Santa Claus is down. Uh, Merry Merry fucking Christmas, guys. One eight seven, the murder code for for our Christmas episode. Shitter's full, Clark. <laughs> that has nothing to do with one eight seven. No, it has to do with Christmas. Christmas. Shitter's full, Clark. <clears throat> Man, that was great. <laughs> that movie. We'll talk about Christmas movies today. Um, uh, we're not just Christmas movies, but Christmas movies that were filmed in Utah. Yes, um, this is also uh, going to be. Um, we don't have a guest this evening. Um, this is going to be our second installment of uh, the Best of Utah Review from City Weekly. City it is Christmas. Best of Utah. Um, uh, this week, uh, we're going to focus on the food and uh, nightlife uh, section, which is the, the part sec- we all like the most. Actually. It's the second half, uh, second half of the magazine. So um, I didn't know there was some pretty cool things and stuff. Oh, there was. There was some pretty I think we cool all like the food. I'm still waiting to see what Lakai wins. We're going to get to that. Pretty cool things Not as much as last year. Good. Enrique. But spoiler, they that ad. spoiler alert. Enrique did listen to us. We should save up money and put an Enrique ad in doesn't next year. Cho- Enrique doesn't choose the reader's picks, do you? <laughs> no. The problem doesn't. is Lakai wins reader's picks yeah. over and over and over. Someone's eating there. No, they're not. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's all the fucking drug money. Don't make me laugh. Jeremy will be... Full of oh, coffee, coffee again. again. Yeah, he's already been spilled. The dog them. practically knocked it out of my hand. I was when trying I to get my snowflakes out of the box, and Jeremy came in, and the dog jumped up on him, and he had coffee on the floor and on the door and on himself, and it was a mess. So, a uh, hey, I just want to make a comment about our guests last week. Like, we have really incredible guests that come on this show, but it was really awesome to have like a fan of the show be on the show and. And also give us the feedback. And he sent an email um, the day after his episode that he he had already listened. And he was like, oh, my gosh, I made a mistake. Can you please put an amendment on, on like your post and your recap? And I was like, sure. And I just thought this is really cool that he like made an effort to, you know, just be 
awesome. It also <laughs> goes to show you, though, I don't fucking edit stuff for content. <laughs> well, no, not that. No, he said somebody's name wrong. So he called them by the wrong name. That's okay. I still don't edit things for content. No, uh, unless no, a guest specifically says, unless a guest specifically says, like we're talking about something, and they're like, "I don't, don't want tell him like, where I live." They start, they start saying something, and no, they're like, two "Actually, ago, never way. mind. I don't want to <laughs> say that." Uh, and then Jess will bring it up like an hour later. Um, <laughs> I have a bad memory. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but truthfully, we just, we just don't, we don't, <sighs> we don't do that. That's not how it is. And you know, we we had the conversation with him too after the show. You know, this is not an interview. Yeah, we, we we're not having an interview with someone. We're having a conversation. We're and I get being nervous because you don't know what you're coming into. Like I'll never forget Derek Parra walking in and being like, "I didn't know what I was. I was walking into a basement. I was going to get murdered." Like <laughs> <laughs> it is a basement in Kearns. Let's be clear. It's true, so. but I get it. Like it's being a nice on a basement. being on a mic, it's a little bit scary unless you're doing it all the time. But you know. I think the consistent thing from our guests is they finish and they're like, Oh, that was, that was only an hour. That was an hour. Like it just yeah. like, or I'm glad that we're able to make minutes. people feel hopefully comfortable. So that was just really nice. I just wanted yeah. to also, say that. I am going to point out it's Christmas day and you've got a new episode sitting in your playlist. Uh, just keep that in mind. This, this is the consistency that we've been able to have new year's day. Will be next week, and we will have another episode New Year's Day for you as well. Uh, other podcasts. Recap of the year. This is, as our guest put it last week, this is the dead time for podcasts. A lot of podcasts take a couple weeks off. Um, they don't have Slackers. anything. They don't have anything. The pipe saved up, or look, the ones that do best of episodes. I got to hand it to them. I don't do that shit because it's That's way too much work. work. <laughs> it's a lot of listening to your own shit and <laughs> marking stuff or keeping dubious notes. I was going to say, year. my guess is. They plan that and they like make note of what they want to stick into it or what might want to. But but even if you plan it and you're like going throughout the year and making notes, like to go back and listen, like your note would essentially be, uh, you know, episode one on episode one. So we have we have sheets, script notes that we kind of all put together in a in a shared document, uh, and then we print them out and we kind of like Jess and I in particular take a lot of notes throughout the episode because we do recaps and 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 uh, show notes on the track. And I just stuff eat like popcorn. That. Um, and but it would be like writing, you know, on the the show recap, you know, sixteen minutes and thirty seconds in. Uh, this thing that's a was, lot was funny. Well, you got to go back and listen to that chunk of that episode. You can't just go at 16 minutes, 30 seconds. Oh, everyone was fucking laughing. What was said? Now you got to go back five minutes and figure out. Why okay, was that a best of? Is that, is that good enough that you can pull it out of context and stick a five minute clip in? Or was it just funny that day? So what we're saying is a high five to those of you that do it. Yeah. The best ofs are, that is a really difficult and it's not radio from hell best ofs. I'm sorry. Those are, those are cut that day and, and and they keep using the same ones over and over and again cued. well that's because i think it cut in the weirdest places i actually don't they have like think a million years of shows i don't so. <laughs> i don't know if anyone besides richie did them so i don't know if the interns <laughs> are still doing them or katie's doing them now but um that but they also have a staff of people that are capable of marking that right. and doing it that same day before they put their podcast interns up. uh can i rant again for just one quick second so we're of a course. few a few days out from the premiere of Star we, Wars. We don't rant on this podcast. No, I know. I don't. But I just, I, I'm not going to talk about it for another like week or so just so people can see it. But I just was watching like 
people talk about it and all like the Rotten Tomato stuff. And I just don't understand why people can't just go and enjoy a movie. Like, it's just fun. It's just entertainment. Like, it's not going to change your, I mean, obviously uh, this has changed their life, like from, you know, 1977. But like, I just, I don't understand it. Just I wonder, go if, enjoy I it. I wonder if it'll win awards being the final one. No. Well, Carrie talks about the fact that people make movies in it their might, heads. It will for the score. John Williams will be nominated. That's I good. I, that. movie, movie scores are one of the most underappreciated things about movies. I love movie tra- soundtracks. Except for it won't be probably until next year because they have already announced this year's Oscar score nomination. So. By the way, where's the dog? Under my feet. Okay. I just wanted to make sure she wasn't like running buck. Sh- buck wild somewhere in the house well sean is home that doesn't mean we have a child (laughs) we have a child just because we have a child home doesn't mean anything she locks herself in her room and ignores the doors open all of her room is spilling out the dog could literally take a shit in the hallway in front of her door and she wouldn't notice the dog could literally dig a hole in her carpet (laughs) it did she did Baby dug a hole in Sean's carpet. Didn't Sean and down like, to the mat and, stuff. Because Bri, Bree goes in there a couple weeks ago, and she's like, well, "I, I was, thought I'll just vacuum her room really quick while she's gone." Since and she's like, "It's going to be." She clean. has a giant patch missing in her carpet. We're going to have to replace the carpet. Holy like, cow. like it's a six-inch patch of carpet that's missing. And I'm like, "Oh, awesome." I wonder why she didn't tell us about it. And then like Sean comes home uh, last week, and and she's like, Bree goes. Why is there a hole in the carpet in your room? And she's like, that was Phoebe. And we're like, you just fucking let her do it? <laughs> well, it was like, sick. I get a little bit. Like, there's a little bit out here by, by Chris's door where Boone will scratch at it. But this literally years. Like, how long have we had Boone? Four uh, or five years, right? No, no. So that's. Just a couple years. We've had Boone like four years. Maybe. So he's been out there scratching. At the door, like that's four. That's a four-year hole, and it's like maybe Tiny. the size of a penny, yeah. might be a size of a quarter. But but the this do- is a six-inch. She's, she's like she's like, well, I wasn't feeling good. We're like, so that's not an excuse. To just let her know. <laughs> she goes, I told her to stop once. I'm like, it's a fucking like at the time like four-month-old dog. She's not just gonna stop. Oh come on, Phoebe, don't do that to my carpet. Like, <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. Speaking of Christmas gifts, I got the dogs. These collars where their nameplate is part of the collar. Oh, that'll be good. Are they still Scooby-Doo colors? So it doesn't dangle. Uh, It's a darker blue. It's not that light blue Scooby-Doo Aww. color. But it doesn't dangle when they walk. You'll appreciate that next time you watch them. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did I just agree to watch your dogs again? <laughs> That's tricky, huh? See what I did there? Like, it's not... Rocky's not so bad. It's Ebo, who is like half an inch yeah. off the ground. Like, his collar literally just drags on the ground when he walks. So the nameplate is like... was that way. It's like part... It's uh, part of the collar. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's like wrapped into the collar, so it doesn't drag. What about the rabies tags? Those still got to hang down. I don't put them on. No, they're smaller, though. Because I don't put them on them because it would weigh them down. I have them, but I, have, I don't put them on we, them because... You know, we got a rabies tag for Chopper once because they change them every year. Yeah. Uh, the state does. But we got one for Chopper one year and it was like fucking enormous. Yeah. It was like, like the size of a half dollar. Yeah. It was like an inch and a half. I'm like, Cho- that's like, what, that's what Ebo and Rockies are. So I don't put them on them. I mean, like I said, I've got them, but yeah. Well, they're different for each time. So I think she's got a bell. They're like, their heads will like hit the ground when they try to walk. Well, if you want an extra one, shout out to VCA of Taylorsville. <laughs> uh, they gave Phoebe two different rabies shots on two different days because oh. they're fucking idiots. Extra she got double, extra she's double. So I've got two different rabies tags for her because if our dog bites you, you are not in danger of rabies. Yeah, I'm not. So she came, came back in and she's like, okay, I gave her this shot and this shot and this shot. And I'm like, 
she got a rabies vaccine like a month ago. You guys, she's wearing a collar with, with the rabies, rabies tag. tag on it. Like, what the hell? Like, seriously, are you kidding me? Like, how are you fucking that dense? So, needless to say, that is not our long-term vet. <laughs> that, that is the vet that was they free. They were trying to part... convince us, but no. That, was, still... that vet was free as part of the adoption process. We still really oh, like wow. the Riverton vet. I, I like the Banfield vets at the Banfield on the uh, West 56th yeah. West and like yeah, 30th yeah, yeah, yeah. South. The one out here in West Jordan, we pulled That's the nice. dogs from them because they... Well, it was back when we had Tuxy, before Tuxy passed away. Um, they were like, oh, he seems okay, blah, blah, blah. And then, then like a few weeks later, they're like, oh, he's got, we think he has a problem with his jaw, but we can't operate on him here. You'll have to go to the other one. He had a fucking hole in his jaw. That was eventually what caused us to have to put him down. He had a giant hole in his jaw. And the one out there was like, yeah, we can operate on him. But, I mean, realistically, the chances of him coming out of anesthesia, because he was like 21 years old. Yeah. So, um, you know, we made a, made a different decision, but, like, th- they were just somewhat incompetent over there. So yeah, Riverton's really been, been really back. good. The Riverton Veterinary Clinic has been really good. They helped with, well, the peach pit, but we had to take him to a specialist because yeah, that was a little bit different. But Ebo's heart problems, all of the, everything else, they've been really good to do. Do they do with. an insurance type program there? They do if you want to, yeah. So, I mean, that's what we do with Banfield. So we, we pay monthly for our yeah. pets to have insurance and get. You can have pet stuff. insurance through Progressive. Yeah, you can get pet insurance through a lot of companies, actually. My Liberty Mutual does pet insurance. My I think office Chubb does pet, pet insurance. My Chubb. office now at work, we actually offer the ability to have pet insurance through one of our benefit providers. How can so. your company be called Chubb and anybody take you serious? <laughs> they do a lot of pet anyway. stuff. <laughs> the, the pet Chubb is spit. one of the better international companies. The so, spiffs that Chubb has for, for dog toys don't hold up very well, though. So also speaking of Christmas, we went uh, to Temple Square to look at the lights, and it was horrible. And I'm not just saying it was horrible because everybody knows my opinions. It was really bad. So I know that I know that, that they, they're going to like wipe out half of it for next year because they're doing... But this is the last year that so the full thing is lit. So... so so I don't know if you guys have been in a while. They have the It's a Small World thing going on. No, I don't really give a shit about that. <laughs> so they have all of the different little It's a Small Worlds, and they're singing in whatever their nationality is, like Christmas songs, Holy Night, I don't know, whatever it is. Half of them weren't working. It's like the beginning of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, kind of. Well, they didn't want to pay to... Re- look, the Mormon Church doesn't have a whole lot of money. Yeah, that $100 billion, that's not for this kind of stuff. <laughs> so, so we're doing the It's a Small World. Some of the lights are out. Dude, they can't afford it. They're about they're, why? Why invest in lighting that works, Jeremy? And when, music. When you're going to get rid of half of it for the next several years, and you don't have a lot to work with, they are a budget neutral organization. So I'm like half the half the lights aren't working, half the sounds not working, and then so so that's that's on the that's on the far end. Then you get to the the center right in front of Space Jesus, where they have the nativity scene thing going on. Same thing. Lights aren't working. The sounds all. Are you look? Are you Maybe sure? Maybe that was the new music. Are you sure it wasn't because you were there? Maybe bringing your godless energy. Maybe to and then the lightning sand. came and was not. I, I, <laughs> no, because Heather more than makes so up for like, Jeremy. I don't know if you met Jeremy. <laughs> so they're supposed His to be the big star. Deep. So so we we go quite a few years. They're supposed to be the big star of the. Yeah. The, wasn't there. No star. I'd want my money back. Again, Jeremy. I All think the years of tithing. I think it's because no you're, you're not actually worthy, and I think that's the problem. Maybe. 
Did you ask Heather if she saw yeah, and she heard all notice. that stuff? She noticed too. I was she, wondering if maybe because you were a, a heathen. I can't see. Well, I think uh-huh. what you ought to do. My eyes have been. What you ought to do is have Heather go back without you and see if it's any better. Yeah, because I'm sure it is. I'm sure they're like, oh, non-believers like, coming, flip the switch. It's just like for the hundred billion that you have in one account, that's only that, one. No, account. dude, they don't have that. It's not their money. That's a different firm that has that money. <laughs> that is not the, the LDS church account anymore. In the Maldives. No, that's in the Caymans. <laughs> Well, maybe they should take some of the money from Jesus's mall across the street (laughs) to fix the damn lights. Anyway, I was just really disappointed. Not that I... Well, especially with it being the last year where the full thing's lit. Well, I know. Well, and it's packed. And and how many people has been there one thing go see the Man, Christmas And the seagull lights. books in that Jesus smaller is huge. And I'm just thinking, how disappointing for someone who's never seen it, hyped up to come see it. The, the audio's messed up, not working. Did Were all the missionaries out trying to convert you? They were out. They didn't talk to me, though. I, I probably had that glow. No, you don't have a glow. That's oh, the I don't problem. have a glow. So, oh, yeah, missionaries all over the place. But yeah, I was just like, really? I know, you, I know you're taking half of this down next year, but really, you couldn't like. Anyway, it was disappointing. Boy, are they going to take half that down? It's going to be a mess. Speaking of taking things down uh, after Christmas and celebrating other holidays, what's uh, coming up in events, Jess? Uh, New Year's Eve, obviously. That's what? actually all they wrote. First uh, night. No, is not anymore. It's, it called, anymore. it's called the last hurrah now. Oh. Is it at the gateway? It is, is it to celebrate the failure of the gateway? I don't the think last it's the hurrah. last night. Dude, the gateway's like rad right now. I know. They've been doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> you to really need to try it. the sweet girl tacos. <gasps> oh, oh, Brie, 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 Brie. Okay, Brie, since, Brie, 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 Brie. Since, since I'm, I'm basically have the rest of the week off, uh, of Christmas week, I haven't decided if I'm going to work from home or if I'm just going to take days. That'll, yeah, we'll just let it play out. We'll see how much I actually work. But, however, I think this week we should make a trip to the Gateway. This week? Yeah, Christmas week. Okay. Uh, because we both have some time off. Let's go down. Yes, you're right. Dave and Buster's for a while. And go eat sweet roll tacos. Yep, get some sweet roll tacos. I had the black sesame one. It was pretty good. Uh, we <laughs> While you're down there, check out Seabird. Because remember, I did the plans for it. I don't want to go to Seagull Books. No, Seabird. <laughs> it's a bar. <laughs> He's just, you missed the seagull conversation while you were telling your life story. But I would like, because I haven't been down there in a while, uh, maybe we could, we could make a whole day of it. We'll hit up a a comedy show, a live guy. We should go to um, the pizza places there too. It's really good. Is it just called the pizza place? I think it's called Medici. Medici? It's good. So when I was in Texas, there was a Mexican restaurant called Mexican Restaurant. That was the name. Played your favorite song. So the last hurrah at the gateway. We'll talk about a Mexican restaurant in a minute. The last hurrah at the gateway. Um, yes. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So I just I didn't write down like times or anything because I can just link to all of them. But some of the ones that caught my eye. So the last hurrah at the gateway. There is a party at the complex. There is a roaring in the twenties party at the state capitol, which sounds rad. Um, Tabernacle has a party. The Saffron Valley downtown location is doing a Bollywood party. Uh, the Museum of Natural Curiosity at uh, Thanksgiving Point is having a party. If you want to go up into the mountains, um, uh, I suppose Solitude and I believe Snowbird are doing torch, uh, torch runs. Uh, and then, uh, you could go to the Zermatt. They're having a party, Area 51. Park City Culinary Institute is doing like an appetizer party. That's in Salt Lake. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, and then Ice House is having an 80s prom. 
Yeah. I just thought those were all really fun. But I'll put links to them. All of them probably are going to require tickets. What? I would highly suggest getting them. What do you do if you're old and fall asleep before 10 on New Year's? Stay home. You order Chinese food or pizza and... Oh, pizza. Good pizza. Have you smoked a pizza yet, by the way, Jeremy? I haven't. Not, I mean, you, it was only a few weeks ago you told me about that. Have you tried it? I tried it. I smoked a frozen pizza. Now, my smoker won't get as hot as yours does. Yours yours can get up to... Because you want to do it roughly the same temperatures you'd cook it in the oven. It's about 350. Um, yeah, 350 to 400, somewhere in there. Mine only goes up to 275. When you smoke a pizza, though... Uh, it, like it was amazing. It took a lot longer because mine only cooks at two seventy five. Um, but uh, and I ended up pulling it out after like forty minutes because it the crust wasn't hard, but it looked like the top was done. So I threw it in the oven for five minutes at a high just heat and perfection to crisp the crust. The crust on the pizza, like it was like just a shitty Red Baron pizza. Like I don't think Totino's is the way to go. I think you have to have like a Tony's, Tony's. or a Tombstone or, or a Red Baron. Baron. Yeah, DiGiorno. Now I hear any like the rising crust pizzas are great in there too. Can you do? I, I didn't get to ask when you were talking about it, but can you? I would assume you can like make your own. Yeah, like, you, and Papa Murphy's apparently the take and bakes are really good uh, as I well. See. So similar to to make your own, um, but uh, it's basically the same amount of cooking time, roughly. Just kind of watch it at, at the Let's end. Do that. Um, and the the crust on even the shitty Red Baron, like normally you cook in the oven, the crust is relatively one dimensional. It's like crispy on the bottom, and then there's some layer of softness that's not really. Mu- it puffed up in the smoker. Oh wow! Uh, but the the cheese, the flavor on the cheese, and like it just adds this whole complexity to the actual flavor of the pizza. It was. Hmm. Fucking fantastic. It was really good. Your smoked mac and cheese was good. Yeah, it was a hit, too. Um, I I will say, though, because my smoker doesn't get hot enough, probably not something I'll do again in my smoker. Just because of the length of time. In the summer, though, the grilled pizza, man, that's a a favorite Hmm. of mine in the summer. We have a couple of food things that we can talk about before we get to City Weekly. Well, let's just talk about them. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What was that it for about? the events, Jess? Yeah. I it's, just I, I, it's just New Year's. It's just New Year's. Things <laughs> are happening. And then basically, like, the first two weeks of the New Year's, nothing happens. Did you guys talk about what, yeah. what you guys all do for New Year's? Because I had to go get food for the dog. I, no. Not nope. yet, but we can say we that can, for next We week. can do that next week for the New Year episode. Um, basically, I hate going to the gym for the next month and a half, two months. It's horrible. It's the worst experience. January gym. This is when you get the best videos on TikTok of people doing weird shit in the gym. <laughs> we had this conversation last year. This is the time to yeah. go to Savers and get your equipment. Oh, wait. So, you got to so wait no, like no. a month. So, so March, April. March, April. Go to Savers to get all of the all like, gym equipment. Gym equipment. Tag still on but stuff. But just keep that in mind Fire for like masters. if that's what you're planning on buying for the new year. Just wait it just, out. Just wait just it out. Just give somebody an, a coupon. I right. plan on getting for this savers. from Savers. Yeah, or just put it in your phone now, a little calendar invite for later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Rancheritos uh, out there in Draper. <laughs> We're going to talk about some food This is your stuff. neck of the woods, Jeremy. Uh, so, th- look, okay, let's be clear. This happens, right? Well, can we, well first off, let's talk Let's talk about uh, things you find in your freezer, like dead bodies. Oh, yeah, let's start with let's freezers. Just, let's just talk about the dead body really quick. So, we talked about this a couple weeks. Um, the lady in Tooele that had died, they go into her uh, house, they're cleaning it out, and they find in a freezer a dead dude um, <laughs> who'd been in the freezer for 10 years, it sounds like. Yep. Uh, yeah, about 10 roughly. years, so, yeah. It, it was signed. This is the crazy thing. He had a letter that he left that was signed and notarized. Yeah, this just came to I love to how light. the notary is like, I didn't read it, because you don't. You don't have to read it. 
So the the guy uh, that was dead is Paul Edward Mathers. He was 69 when he died, presumably. I believe he was a veteran, too, and he just wanted to make sure that she was taken care of, which is why he did that. Stuck himself in a freezer when he was dying? Yep. So, so he, <laughs> he did put himself in No, his cause of death is still under investigation. So the thing is, is it's so that she could keep getting his mm-hmm. social, yeah, security. His social, social security, security. Social security and his VHX. So the funny thing is I saw another article that was saying now she's up for fraud, but she's dead. So what does it matter? Really? Yeah. The article said that? Mm, that they're, they're investigating her for fraud let, because let me tell you, she's dead. Let me tell you, people... Uh, they, the, they'll probably try and get money from the estate. People that write these days aren't really great at investigating things and writing uh, reports. Everyone and their dog. Not everyone can be Ben Winslow. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Ben Winslow, uh, best news anchor in Salt Lake. <laughs> so so uh, she collected, in that amount of time, $177,000 in VHX. Ooh, that's some good VHX. He must have been a long-term oh, veteran. Like I said, like they may be trying to go after her oh, but that's But that's 177000 over 10 years is shit. Never so it says that whether or not they devised that this was a plan is under investigation, but like basically this is the article saying that it was. So Yeah, I mean, who knows? And I'm sure we'll get another mild update later once they figure it out. But So whoever goes first between the two of you can, be, just before you die, climb into a well, this is the oh, thing. It's not me. I can't get into But this freezer. is the thing. When he dies, if they're married, she gets his benefits. They don't just, the VA, the vet benefits still go. Yeah, my mom gets, um, from her, uh, from, from her, her widow husband, husband who they, they were separated, but they weren't divorced. She and gets, she his gets benefits. his VA benefits, um, from him passing. Obviously, away. they didn't think of that in this little plan. Yeah. Well, you Can know. you see? Because it's like Thanksgiving. They so. live in Tawilla. Grandma, do you, ha- they, they do you have any Tawilla, more? Jeremy. They're not the, the top of the barrel. <laughs> do you have any more freezer jam, to... Grandma? Yeah, it's down in the freezer. Oh, wait. I'll go get it. No, I'll go get it. Don't worry. <laughs> but, Grandma, we don't want you to fall down the stairs. Freezer <laughs> jam all around. I don't understand why she would have put jam in the freezer with her dead husband. I think he would just leave Freezer that. jam. Freezer jam. That, do you think she ever like, opened the door and kissed him? Yes. <laughs> like, I just want to get really creepy for a moment. She'd, like, go down there and talk to Well, the f- maybe yes. Christmas Eve, she'd I'm pop sure it go open. Visit. Yeah. They, okay, let's just have this. So we think she actually ever talked him, like, about this. like, an old this. person handy while he was in there? Hey, we talked about this when we were at Summum and mummification and how I did not talk about giving dead people hand jobs at Summum. No, you didn't. Let me be clear. I no, was... but about having deceased family members in the home for years. Like... That is a thing in other cultures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but is. not going downstairs and kissing him in the freezer. That had to have been a big ass freezer. Maybe he went to just go visit her. Or maybe he was a tiny guy. I don't know. Either way. It's one I, of those square dude, ones. I chest can, freezer. Like a rectangle. I yeah. can fit in our stand up freezer in our garage. Just take the shelf out and I'm in there. There you go. Not that big. I could bring a friend. She's going to take the dog with her. Just bring the dog. You don't need mummification. You got a freezer. Dude, I couldn't stay in the freezer. I'd break out. Freezer burn later. Little icicles coming off of your nose. Like Jack Frost. Uh, I can barely walk outside right now. So anyway, um, don't store jam in freezers with dead people. And also don't go to Rancheritos in Draper. Draper. (laughs) Okay, look. It sucks for Rancheritos because this employee is obviously a shitbag. So basically... Did you see the video, by the way? If you didn't hear what happened... (laughs) um, uh, a lady caught an employee. It was a guy. guy. It doesn't matter. It was a person. At the drive-thru. At the drive-thru of Rancheritos, caught an employee urinating all over the place, basically. 
I think it was the drain hole. I think it was like the oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because it was it was over by like but the still, area. but yeah. still urinating in the open space, not in a bathroom. I'm pretty it, sure that's a health violation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, it's look you, when you go to a place like Rancheritos, you know what you're getting. <laughs> you know, it's like going to Little World, right? You know that they're not up to snuff. They're not they're, as as we went around Seattle and they have ratings in all their windows of restaurants. Oh like, yeah, okay, good. good. Fair, um, no poor. one, no one had poor. We didn't see a single place with poor. We had a couple with fair, but most of them were good and okay. Um, Rancheritos would probably be fair. <laughs> to pour. <laughs> well, and then in the video, it's not like he washed his hands afterwards. No, but okay. Look, so you know what you're getting. Now, Rancheritos, to their credit, terminated the employee, closed the store, and threw everything out. All of their food they threw out. That is a massive cost to incur as a restaurant. For sure. That is a ton of food to throw out and you kind of have to because you don't know what he at what other stuff he did and what's contaminated and if you want to instill public confidence so if you still like eating at dirty shitty mexican food places rancheritos is now open again uh and you can go support that business that that took a big step i think in uh uh <laughs> i love the chain manager's name perla lee uh speaking of poor quality food and and uh bad um bad managed care of food so we had our uh best cheap chinese food lunch special oh, yeah, yeah. last week um and i will say um once again scotty won <laughs> his 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 place won um but barely so actually my place on flavor and and content of the meal actually won uh, when you don't take into account cost. But as we all sat there, Scotty's was the cheapest. His was $5 and a quarter. Where did he get it? And I'll tell you in just a second. <laughs> Mine was actually the opposite end of that spectrum. It was the most expensive of the cheap Chinese. So we had six different ones, and it, I think it was six. How Maybe much was yours? Mine was eight twenty-five. Which is still inexpensive. Still. Which for, for a lunch special now, and mine comes with the most upscale of sides. It came with a silver wrap or paper wrapped chicken. Uh, so I went to Dragon Diner, which is across the street from St. Mark's Hospital. It's Fan- corner. Fantastic place. So we are getting better as we do these at, at, at isolating categories. We ran into an issue here where we had to make a decision. Mine won outright. Um, but when you factor in cost, which we did, um, Three dollars difference, almost twice as much. I mean, like sixty percent more, I think, roughly. Sixty um, percent more, and like total point wise, it was like not that much bigger, like of a difference. So, Are, were the portion sizes like pretty much the same across the board? Yeah, there were a couple. One of them that we got, I don't remember where it was from. One of them, the there was significantly less chicken. Um, we so we graded on quality of the chicken. Uh, the rice, uh, the sauce, the breading, because I it hope. was sweet and sour sauce. So that's part of the chicken. Okay. Uh, and the side. Gotcha. And so some of them that come with just the plain wonton, like fried wontons <laughs> with nothing in them versus cream <laughs> cheese wontons versus egg rolls, cream cheese whether wontons. or not they do delivery with the soup. And then, um, like I said, mine came with paper wrapped chicken, which won like unanimously. Everyone liked the paper wrapped chicken. Pretty close to unanimously, anyway. Uh, so Scotty's won. Uh, Scotty's was from uh, Royal South Sea, which is on like seventy 
sixth in the state, somewhere in there. It's a fucking house that's been converted. We've eaten there before, before <laughs> our soccer game. Uh, a little Chinese, it's like a dump of a Chinese place in like a house. You go around the back and park and then you walk into the back door of the house basically and there's a little restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a little place, but for five bucks, man, I mean, that's hard to beat a $5 lunch that wasn't that much worse than <laughs> um, any of the others. Like I said, it was second when you don't factor in costs, so we had to give it the win. So Nice. What's next? Um, Has it been picked? Undecided. We we haven't figured out exactly what we want to do yet, so um, we're, we're all kind of mulling that over at this point because... We want to make sure that there's parameters, like we thought about best donut, but then we have to specify what donut, because mm-hmm. like an apple fritter, you can't really compare that against just a plain glazed donut. Or a cake donut, yeah. Yeah, or a cake donut. They're just all very different in, in terms of what you're going to judge. We so. know where you're going. For donuts? Yeah. There's only one fucking place to buy donuts in this town. <gasps> donuts and Deli, 27th and State. I don't know if it made it in the magazines this time. I don't know if I got that far. I'm telling you right now, though, Donuts and Deli on 27th and State. That place is fucking amazing. Um, and speaking of, let's get into it. Let's okay. do, uh, let's do our best of stuff. Um, so, uh, again, the, the anniversary edition, good luck finding it at this point. Um, you can go, you can still read it online. Uh, but yeah, you year. can, you can go online. Uh, this is a fantastic resource for, uh, anyone that is, is looking for stuff to do or, or things to see in Salt Lake. You can always go to the new Utah.com. We have tons of stuff, uh, in-depth articles that just puts up, uh, a lot of times on some of these places that our, our guests mention. Um, oh yeah, I do, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do a lot of that. Uh, but the best of, uh, part of City Weekly, um, really, you're getting a lot of good blurbs on a lot of stuff. So. We'll probably spend a lot more time on some of these businesses than we did some of the other stuff. Right off the bat, garage grill. Well, proper brewing actually has the is the very first oh, true, 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 for true. the staff picks. Um, I have still not gone to proper <gasps> brewing to have a burger. They have pickled zucchini, and it's so good. It's like my favorite. But the editor here, uh, who who did this one? Is this Enrique? I didn't read. Uh, Mike Riddle Avenue. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. Uh, Proper Burger got uh, best food pairing options. So they pair up, you know, beer and food and and um, all kinds of stuff together for you. So I'm excited. I, I really want to try this place. I still haven't been able to make my way there, uh, but I hear their burgers are amazing. They're pretty delicious. Then the best dinner with a dragster is garage, garage grill. grill, which. It's the Salt Flats people. It's their restaurant. Yeah, Salt Flats Brewing. It's one of their so two they own it in Toscano. Is Tos- Toscano, Toscano, yeah, 114th and State. Also very tasty. Garage Grill's a pretty good little place, and it's it's a, just a cool atmosphere to see those cars and stuff. And that it's are in the there. owner's personal collection, and he rotates them through. That's what we learned when we when we went to Salt Flats, that he, they're his yeah. own personal collection, and he rotates them through to the restaurant every so many months or whatever. They're their onion rings are really good. Also, if you remember from last week we talked about, they have a distillery now. Oh, yes. Uh, yep, yep, that, yep. That yep. is up and running. So, have they? Do they have any offerings available yet, or are they still early in that phase with their distillery? Do we know? They're still early. So, I don't, I don't they know. Have they have bo- any I think they have bottlings. Do they have I some bottlings pictured. done now? That you could go probably just at Salt Flats? Uh, anyway, okay. Some, I digress. Do some anyway. research. So there's a couple coffee shop mentions. They they mentioned the coffee garden because they used to be neighbors. 
uh, and the Rose Establishment Coffee for good music. Coffee and cocoa sounds interesting. Coffee shop in Riverton is still one of my favorites. Ooh, the friendliest coffee house is Coffee and Cocoa. 6500 60, South Cottonwood Road. So that's up by the ski resort entrance at Canudson's Corner, basically, right? The coffee shop in Riverton. Yeah, the best place to get your creative group back. So they do like music nights, like poetry nights. Riverton. Yeah. Um, the Watchtower, uh, they, uh, they, they got a best group effort for their Kickstarter that they did this year. Um, because they had to relocate. Um, and the, the Watchtower is a beloved coffee shop downtown of geeks. They do. They have a comic book shop too, don't they? I think that's part of the the, the business. There. I don't know, maybe. Um, but they have a big geek following down there. Pastries with a view. Beaumont. Where's Beaumont Bakery? Mill Creek. Ooh. Up on Wasatch Boulevard. I could totally dig on that. Do it. They Best king them on. Best sourdough at Finn's Cafe. Does it say how long their sourdough has been around their start? Oh, Finn's is delicious. I always forget that it's there. It's on um, 11th East, like 16th South, and it's just like a small place. I wonder how long they've had their sourdough start. Because that's one of the things with sourdough. Like, if you get a good start, you can keep it alive forever. There are, there are bakeries in San Francisco that have been using the same starts for yeah. 100 mm-hmm. plus years. Really cool. Uh, Kareem Bakery for Middle Eastern bakeries. Um, did they do a Mexican bakery? Because I think that's worth mentioning a Mexican bakery. Because um, no, there's like really good Mexican bakeries out there. They did mention Big Tortas, and I've been wanting to go there. I love that category. Best edible engineering. <laughs> we got to make sure that we're like saying what they were voted for. Yeah. Edible engineering tortas are amazing. And I really, really want to try one uh, from this place. And there's the 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 one on 78th gets really good reviews. Out right about right off of Bangor and 78th. Um, so Salt Flats Cafe. That's not that's not any relation to Salt Flats Brewery, is it? I don't it? think so. No, no I think it's, it's just Salt Flats because it's, it's out Wendover. Wendover. Oh, gotcha. It's it's one of the only uh, things in Wendover on the Utah side. <laughs> Which, by the way, they got best off the beaten path Mexican restaurant. That's really far off the beaten path. I mean, you basically are going to eat there on the weekend uh, as lunch when you're in. If you're, if you're headed to the liquor store, what's the big liquor store? Lee's, 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 liquor, Lee's discount liquor. Stop there for lunch, or go get or if you're high. Headed there to get your marijuana. Go get high and then go there for lunch. There you go. Getting high. Stop at Lee's liquor, but don't drive there. Walk because Wendover's not big. Or take an Uber that doesn't probably exist in Wendover either. <laughs> Best taco cart that's not a taco cart, Santos Taco. Where's that at? It was at the bottom of that same page. Ninth North and Ninth West. Oh. It's the Ninth and Ninth Cart. Uh, no, no, no. And ninth Rose North Park. and Rose Park. Oh. Other Ninth. <laughs> I've not been to that one. Other, I still need to go to that one in Midvale. Uh, right there on 78th South, right before Midvale, Maine. There's always a ton of people at that taco cart. I like this next one. Best West Side goat meat fix. Do they slaughter the goats in the back alley? El Cabrito. Do they slaughter the goats in the back alley of this one? Well. No. Well, if they do, they haven't been caught. I like goat meat. Goat meat's good. That's a tough one for a lot of people. It's not hey, a... hey, look. There's Betos. Best carne asada fries burrito. I like carne asada fries. You don't even need the burrito part. The carne asada fries are good. Well, Betos. and there's Caputo's. We insure them. Well, yeah, the best sliced meats for your sandwich, of course you're going to go to Caputo's. Uh, and Caputo's, Caputo's, they've got three or four locations, don't they now? They have two. 
That too. I like the best best pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> for a rep for us. <laughs> it is a pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> Who doesn't want a delicious pocket full of meat and cheese? The best way to kill a Saturday morning Saturday wait, summer. Wait, 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 wait. Go back, go back. This one is very important. The best aggressive expansion is the store. Whatever. So, no, not whatever. You would love it. <laughs> I know what the, the store is. I've been to the store and the store two. I think <gasps> the store two doesn't exist anymore. Well, they, I believe they have three locations uh, now. Well, they, but They have one in the Gateway now? Yeah, it just opened a couple months ago. So that is something you can add to your Gateway trip. The store is actually a really cool place to buy local stuff. They sell a lot of local goods they, at the store. I believe they only sell local so when the market's gone or it's the middle of the week, that's a place to go get local stuff. Uh, and then the farmer's market. We talked for hours about the farmer's market, so we'll kind of glaze past them. But, uh, but that's cool that they got a... They got, Best way to kill yeah. a Saturday summer morning? That's what I do. <laughs> uh, Best produce pals. <laughs> I love this write-up. I want to read it because it's it's worth mentioning. And it's from Enrique, so... <laughs> it's it's Harmon's Neighborhood Grocer, uh, and it says, It was the corporate decision that left many scratching their heads, determining that City Weekly didn't align with their customer base. Smith's parent company, Kroger, yanked our humble publication from its stores. Accounting for about a quarter of our total distribution, it was quite a blow. Customers took notice, and channeling their inner Karen... I feel really bad for any baby that was named Karen. My friend was named Karen. God My mom's it, Karen. name was Karen. <laughs> uh, customers took notice and channeling their inner Karen have talked to Smith's managers hoping to get us back. In the meantime, Harmon stood up, allowing our scrappy weekly inside their stores. Whether you're visiting a, uh, visiting to pick up some gourmet cheese, take part in one of their stellar cooking classes, or to pick up uh, or to pick us up, Harmon's has your back just like they did ours. Aww. And I also think it's worth mentioning, we don't talk about this a lot, Harmon's is a Utah company. It is a Utah grocery store. It is a chain in a sense. They have a lot of grocery stores in the Wasatch Front in particular, but it is a Utah company. Kroger is not. Smith's is not a Utah company. It is a gigantic national chain. Um, you know... If you want to support the local economy, Harmon's is a place that you well, can do Well, and that's it. why you kind of have to pay a little bit more. They don't have as broad of reach for buying and all that kind of stuff. So, But I think it's worth it. I have, I love Harmon's. They have fantastic quality. And in terms of like best produce pals, look, Harmon's does a lot of Utah local stuff. They partner They partner with a lot of the people we've talked to. They put a lot Chocolate of Utah beer. Chocolate is there. Conspiracy is there. Farmer Luke, the Harmon's by him. Yep. Almost every local cheese manufacturer has stuff yeah. at Harmon's. Uh, there's tons of produce in, in the right seasons that are all local from Harmon's. Ruby Snap is there. Chocolate Conspiracies. Ruby there. Snap. There's a whole bunch of like vegan and, 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 uh, gluten free local bakeries and stuff that produce stuff and, and sell it there. If you want to shop local, Harmon's is a really good place to do it. Yep. Uh, best supermarket with flair is Rancho Market. I love Rancho Market. Do you guys have one by you? Uh, it's all over on 54th. Uh, and I love Rancho Market. Freaking place is awesome. It sucks, though, because the Rancho Market over on 54th used to be right next to where Big Lots was, and it was too small. So it moved, and now it's in this weird spot where there's, like, no fucking parking lot, but it's a huge storefront. 
Hmm. And so it's much bigger inside, which is way nice because they have a much better, you know, size for their bakery and their meat. Uh, But there's like no parking lot at all. Best international snack selection, Chinatown Supermarket. Isn't that where you go? I love that place. It is one of my favorite stores. Uh, I go there as much as possible. And they're the ones that have that new chicken restaurant that we tried. Oh, my God. Chick Queen. Did that take over the spot of the other restaurant that was there? Uh, or is that in one of the smaller? Yeah, it's, it's like right as side. you walk in from the east side of that. There's a, there's a, it is so good. It's Korean fried chicken. It is nice. amazing. And you can get it bone in or bone out. And they bring out smelly daikon. I don't know why anyone eats that shit. It stinks. It smells like rotting flesh. <laughs> it does not. Yes, it does. Daikon is disgusting. Pickled daikon is so, so, so nasty. So Sweet Real Tacos, which just opened um, at the Gateway, is based out of um, Garden Grove in California, which is a very Asian town. And I believe the owners are Asian. And the guy was telling me that um, at their locations down there that they had a daikon one. He's like, but we're not going to, he's like, we're not going to bring it up here. I was like, well, you do specials. I was like, there's definitely an Asian community here that will like appreciate yeah, if you I did mean, it. Look, oh my is really popular. And oh my, there's a new has... oh my, um, on 47. That place fucking always smells like rotting flesh too because of the I'm daikon. I was disappointed when I go there. It's the pickled daikon, man. It just stinks. It's well, gross. and they did Grand America for best tea party and I had the opportunity to go there for oh yeah tea. you guys went a few weeks ago yeah we went well you guys i think we're in disneyland yeah or right before right be- it was right before you left like it was the, the day sunday before uh-huh. yes yeah, so sunday the, before the you day guys before left. We left so heather couldn't go but it was just the four of us and it was really nice and it was enjo- an enjoyable time and the tea was delicious and the atmosphere was fun and it was just kind of a nice thing to do, and then we wandered around through their gift shop. And Also, according to Scotty, uh, the Grand America has the best bread pudding in the Valley. Oh, also, they have changed out their lights. I didn't lights know the, the bread pudding I had at Gourmandise was pretty incredible a couple weeks ago. The But the lights in the Grand America that I was always complaining about that were pink and mint green, they're gone. That's awesome. Also, the, the definitive answer of the best bread pudding in the Valley is Neater's, by the way. That was the discovered best. It was really shocking to everyone. <laughs> Scotty was Were appalled. Were you in, that, in on that one? No, that was pre-me. So, I uh, don't know. There did are they people, get Gourmandise? I, they probably didn't. I have no idea. They don't ever want to do bread pudding again because they got all really sick of bread pudding when it's, doing that. It's pretty rich and heavy. Apparently they did it over the course of several <laughs> days. And so they were like bringing in a different bread pudding every day and scoring them. And like they ate bread pudding for like a week and a half. Instead of doing it all at once. That's funny. Yeah. I think the way we do it is great. It's like something to look forward to. So, so do you just pick up like one or two of whatever it is you're getting just enough to share or yeah so like this one we just picked up the lunch special uh, you just picked up one one lunch special how many people are in your group uh, it depends like sometimes we invite guest judges but usually five to six people oh so some one thing will usually okay yeah because when you sample six different things you're full like for some reason i was thinking there were more more of you and speaking of, of shitty Chinese food, the King Buffet was listed as the best cultural exchange uh, by City Weekly. That buffet, uh, look, it's a buffet. Chinese buffets are the only buffets that I can really stomach, uh, but it's, they're still buffets. So. Where's that one located? Well, there's a bunch of locations. There's one over on 54th and Redwood. I think that's the one I've um, been to, like a long time ago. That's probably the one that I know the best because it's, it's the one that's been there forever. 
Um, but it's that plate of food does not make it look appealing, by the way. That mm-hmm. picture makes me go, yep, that's a disgusting Chinese buffet. You got some fake crab there. Looks like some <laughs> shrimp. No, some they green, got some green they beans. Do real, there's some sushi there. They do some real crab there. They do, they do real crab legs. And that's always why people yeah. like that place. Uh, Himalayan kitchen for momos. Yeah. 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 Himalayan kitchen. Uh, one more noodle house. Uh, is the best noodle joint. And I don't know where that's at. 33rd South State. Hmm. It, yeah. Oh, that's in the market. 3370 South State is in the market. Oh, that's that noodle restaurant that we walk past and we think we should go in there one of these times. We're going there. Now it's just one more noodle house. house. I love noodles. They're so good. I love noodles too. Uh, see, these are, see, these are all great, um, like great additions to Chinese food that are not stupid goddamn mandarin which is probably the fucking winner it is so i'm just i'm just gonna say since we were talking earlier about people that write articles that don't do good research (laughs) um so best gourmet vinegar is redstone olive oil which is totally an awesome company um i love patronizing them however their farmington location has closed oh it has so Yeah, yeah. So they have a location in St. George, which is actually where I found them. Yeah. And, and then in Draper. And Draper is actually their original location. Yeah. The owners are usually in the Draper location. I love that place. It's, they're, they're balsamics. It's and great because you can go in there and they will give you every single bottle that they have in there to try and like mix and match. And they'll be like, Oh, try this and, and try, try this it like with this, this thing. And, and, oh, so yeah. Good. They're awesome. But I, I get their emails and their Draper location closed um, Draper? a few weeks. I mean, Farmington. sorry, their Farmington location closed a few weeks ago. So, but when I you like turn that the place. page. It's the Lakai ad, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Lakai. Oh, look at that. Puffy. I, I just want to say, if you'll notice looking at this, there is not a shank. single person anywhere in any of these pictures. There's <laughs> no you know reference that to people. A scene in Dumb and Dumber was filmed there, so it does have redeeming I, value. Dude, just because it's a film studio in a conference hall doesn't mean it's good food. <laughs> they were the winner of Best of State in, this year and the Wine Spectator Award of Elegance this year. You know, Utah has a oh, lot excellent. of... sorry. You know, skipping away from fucking shitty French cuisine and going back to Chinese cuisine, Utah's got a lot of Asian cuisines <laughs> in, in the valley. They it the best balls. <laughs> Quickly, Utah. I have not heard of this place before, but I feel like I need to visit there. What it's kind of balls do they 30, have? Well, listen to this. So it's on 3521 West, 3500 South. And um, it looks like it was Alex Springer that did this write-up. And it says, during my visit to Quickly, Utah, I couldn't help but notice how spherical most everything on the menu was. A lot of this has to do with the fact that Quickly specializes in boba tea, uh, takoyaki, which is fried octopus balls, and other spherical street foods. There's no harm in serving up ball-shaped street foods, but I can't help but think the innuendo gets stretched a bit thin when you have to ask for a chubby to upgrade the size of your boba tea. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with phallic food, but you should probably know what you're getting into with a trip to quickly. I don't, I'm going there. I don't understand boba tea. I love boba tea. I don't yeah. understand why you want to suck a ball into your mouth while drinking. That it's seems a texture like, thing. It seems like the most jarring experience it's ever. Not, now, I haven't done it. it. I haven't oh, done it because this is how it feels like. <laughs> this is what I think is going to happen to me. So I'm drinking... You're going to choke. When you have like a nice milkshake, like an actual milkshake, not a fake milkshake (laughs) that is just like ice cream with stuff mixed in, but like an actual milkshake, like an old timey milkshake, Mm -hmm. 
You have one of those, and it's like mint chocolate chip, and you get like the the flecks of the the chocolate from the mint chocolate chip, and they get stuck in a straw, and like you're like, no, boba tea has special straws that the that the tapioca pearl goes I know, up but, in the ball. But as you're sucking up the straw, and you get that thing in your yeah. mouth, I would fucking choke and probably throw up because I choked. Like that's what I'm afraid of because I'm that bring you one. That's not a that is not an Am experience. Drink it on the air? That sounds like a good idea to me. Like, oh, let me just suck balls into my mouth. I randomly. love bubble those? That's what I do. That at the, at the oh, where was it? Where we got the little drinks with the little ball that you dropped in it? Oh, oh at the like anime. At the oh, anime those bonsai. are uh, um, uh, rack, rakus or something. The yeah. Japanese yeah. sodas. The Japanese like sodas. Stick, just this thinking of suck, the carbonation. sucking yeah, balls. Those are awesome. No, that's great. Those balls don't come out. Yeah, no, <laughs> Those these balls are, are floating in the, These are all like at the bottom of. That's the a bunch drink. of tapioca balls. They're delicious. It's no, it's that fucking taste, weird. Tapioca really has no. Some taste. do. Some are flavored. Hmm. Flavored yeah. balls. Yep, sucking up some balls, sucking balls in your mouth. Ah, uh, that was hilarious. Best breakfast treat, ready to go. City cake donut. City cakes donut. I didn't know they made donuts. Apparently they do. Um. The Cotton Kitchen is the bre- best breakfast fare with a flair. Um, yeah, by the uh, way, if you need gluten-free cakes, City Cakes. Oh, yeah, they're the ones go. that do the gluten-free stuff, yes. yeah. Uh, okay. Best local chicken sandwich throwdown, Pretty Bird versus <laughs> Mr. Charlie's so Chicken. So we talked to them we did. when we, talked we went to, to City Weekly. Because they were talking to each other. <laughs> so w- what did they say? Uh-uh. I want to know. Because... We all love Pretty Bird. I don't think that's a fucking like question for anyone. But now this has got me thinking. Well, I they've actually invited us to go eat there. I, I think we Ooh, need Mr. to go try Charlie's Mr. Charlie's. Yep. Where are they at? They are on forty five hundred South and Fifth, Fifth West. West. That's oh. by the that's by the Crawdad Shack thing. Or oh yeah, that's kind of you know Crawdad the you know the gas thinger. station chicken place down there on forty fifth is gone. Oh. The chicken place is gone. What's that place now? called that I told you about when I was? Going to that meeting, the crawdad. Mm. That picture of Pretty Bird makes me want. That was bucket of crawdads. That was when my phone was going weird. It's like remember? bucket of crawdads or something. Is the name of the restaurant. Yeah, I need to turn you down. You keep yelling oh, at your damn mic, sir. Just excited about a bucket of crawdads. I know, but I'm not. Okay, so, so we did talk to them, and Via is very friendly with them. They are amigos, and he did support them. So no Anchorman throwdowns. Of course, of, no of Anchorman. Course. No tridents. Why? Why would he not be supportive of them? They're not really in competition that where they're at. Very Look, Viet's not worried about needing more customers. The dude fucking sells out a chicken at like seven o'clock on a weeknight. Like, and they're pretty close to getting their next space security. Nice. Yep. yep. Bigger with more chicken possibilities. I hope. Hopefully, um, they're thinking more of a <gasps> more space to sit down. Yeah. Best all-American meatloaf. That was a nice. That was a gasp. Wait, I, you skipped a bunch of stuff. I don't. I did not. Ah! Are we going? Ah! Hey, woman. There's uh There's people on the mic. Oh, here. I'm sorry, but she's <laughs> jumping on Jessica's back, and I don't think Jessica appreciates it just, while she's trying to talk. Just punch her in the face, Jess. It's oh. fine. Not really Bring prone to violence. Uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. No. Didn't you have an Impossible Burger when we went to Apollo? No. What did you have? An Apollo Burger. Oh, that's right. I had beef with with a different kind of beef on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, but I'm not going back to Impossible Burger. I want to talk about the meatloaf because I love meatloaf. Meatloaf's disgusting. At the Union Grill, 
in uh, Ogden. In Ogden. Yeah. I'm, I might have to go up there. Well, maybe if we make it up to Eden to go visit New World Distillery, we can uh, have dinner in Ogden. Swing by for yeah. some yeah. meatloaf. It's on I, the way. I will say this. I'm not eating meatloaf. I really hope to God they don't do the open-faced meatloaf sandwich with mashed potatoes. I had that at a place that had pretty okay meatloaf. And Listen, it, was it doesn't matter gross. because it is in every nook and cranny on the plate. The it's home-cooked ecstasy. <laughs> uh, that is a lot. Mashed potatoes, though, Brie. You're all over those. So I can eat the mashed potatoes, but I refuse to eat meatloaf. I, I still have yet to try an Impossible Burger anywhere. Uh, I think if I were to try it, a place like Apollo Burger is probably going to do a better job of cooking it than Burger King. Yeah. But... I'm not. Uh, I'm not so sure. I'm sold. Um, Ooh, best shawarma Ishtar Grill. Where? Uh, Where is that? Oh, I should try that place. Where's it at? Thirty Third South and Seven Twenty. Oh, oh, that's. Oh, the I know seventh, that place. I've been there. Seventh East <laughs> and Thirty uh, Third South. Up. That's where Doctor um, Sharma. <laughs> Took us to eat. To eat shawarma. Yes. Where shawarma took you from That was the first place that I had mango ice cream. Well, right below that, Scott Renshaw was nice enough to honor Petra, or Petra, sorry, um, for her old world world pretzels. And I find it very interesting that that's what he recognized her for, because she bakes a lot of things. And so um, she is German, and she's lovely, and... It was just, you can, she's adorable. You can, she's doing so many festivals coming up, but you can also find her, uh, things in like the Lee's market up in, uh, North Salt Lake. She also does orders online so you can like go pick them up and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm really, really disappointed because I was all excited when I read about the corn dog company because I love corn dogs. And the first thought that came to my mind was why didn't Enrique write this? Because me and him are on the same wavelength. You know, his love of oh, gas yeah. station <laughs> rolled meats. Like, by the way, I'm still telling you, Enrique, come out west. We got lots of those sausage wraps out here. <laughs> um, but uh, I was really disappointed when I found out it was a St. George food truck. Oh. So maybe next time we go find Sean, we'll stop by and <laughs> go have corn dogs for lunch from the food truck. Uh, let's see. Um Ooh, who's got those scallops? It is worth mentioning on Harbor this, Seafood and Steak. On hmm, those uh, scallops look delicious. They they do look good. That's the best surf and turf, according to uh, uh, Ass As. It's Alex Springer. <laughs> He's one of their food editors. Yeah, he he did he did a <laughs> like that dude must eat so much food. Um, the best food court Renaissance is the Gateway, and I think that is one hundred percent. Uh, deserved. They have really, really, really turned that entire area up on its head as a entertainment and dining district. And I think they're doing a good job continuing to, to, to go that route. Let's see. Um, also I find, I mean, I'm not mad about it because I've been there. Um, Sagato Bakery, which is on 7200 South and 4400 West is a, um, is a New Zealand based um, bakery and they their pies and pastries are unbelievable like you want um bread wrapped meat like they are the place to go Mm. it is incredible and they're super super nice oh holy shit they're right i'm gonna mark this one because dude (laughs) that is that is oh i was gonna say like 
Feelings and emotions. He's known for his Cuban meat pies, but Sagato is awesome. I'm just saying that's kind of by the office. That is definitely going to be a lunch lunch. The people are always like, I mean, it's been a long time, like over a year, but they'd be like, oh, where'd you get Popeyes? I'm like, 7200 South. They're like, oh. I'm like, dudes, it's only 10 minutes away. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that far. It's not that far, guys. It's probably about as far from your office as the one in Lehigh. No, Lehigh is about 15 minutes. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Best dessert bromance, the Penguin Brothers. Hmm. Apparently, these guys are super awesome. Cookie ice cream I think they're mostly in Utah County. Hmm. I'm going to have to try their their stuff out. I, I know I've heard of them, the ice cream sandwich stuff. Um. Oh, Jaffles! I've had their stuff. Uh, you can usually find them at events. Yeah, they're 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 a Park City based operation. They're like they're, a, the the pie pocket pie. The little yeah. pockets yeah. of all mm-hmm. kinds of good stuff. Uh, I've had I've had some of their stuff. They're really good. Um, Jala ice cream sundae at the Afghan kitchen. So I should try that. I love Middle Eastern food, actually. Um. So there's a place. There's a little market actually on 106th and Redwood. Um, that you would really like that has incredible Middle Eastern ice cream, actually. Mm, I'll have to try it. Uh, let's see here. We're going to keep going. Unless you guys have, if you guys want to stop me anywhere, I'm just going to kind of keep rolling through. Did you see the dough? Let's do, let's do, um, best custard with a cause because fillings and emulsions, we talked about it earlier, uh, this year does a, bake sale essentially um partners with like lay madeline and they raised i think over forty thousand dollars this year and he hand delivers it down to texas to um one of the funds uh to help the families that are separated down there so uh good job chef I'm going to go back to Dole Whip because for the longest time, the only place you could get Dole Whip, which, okay, if you don't know what Dole Whip is, it is pineapple flavored soft serve. Mm. Dole pineapple. It's fucking delicious. I'm not even a huge pineapple pineapple fan and I love Dole Whip. You can't get it a lot of places. And for the longest time, you could only get it in Disneyland. And they've actually upgraded to new flavors this year, just as a side note. And, and so at Disneyland? Huh? Mm-hmm. And yeah, they do like seasonal ones. Mm-hmm. And so now there's a few places you can get it in the valley. One of them is Tracy Aviary. So kind of a nice place to hang out with some birds. Is that place still in... Uh, Liberty Park. No. Um, yes. The pizza place, uh, Malawi's... The, is that Dole Whip that was by that Malawi still there? Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking go to the river bottom in Provo ever. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, dead dead to me, that area. <laughs> uh, I assume there's probably a place there that still has Dole Whip. Uh, I know there is one. There's like a like a snow cone shack in American Fork by Chubby's, by the actual Chubby's, not Cubby's, but the actual Chubby's uh, that does Dole Whip as well out of their shack. The deli by my house does Dole Whip as well, Six Sisters Deli. Uh, you know, the best dessert you can pretend is breakfast. I'm sorry. I, so crumble cookies. I do not like their cookies that much. I'm very, very limited on the ones that I've liked. Like they're, they're not great. They don't taste fantastic. I, I just can't get into them. People in my office are like, oh, they're so good. I'm like, no, they're not. I Go to fucking Ruby's. I like snack. their coconut lime one is about all about that, that I like. 
So yeah, uh, Ruby Snap, folks, if you want, uh, right? If you want, want a gourmet cookies, cookie. it's it's oh, yeah. If you're gonna I want pay to that go to Penny Ann's Cafe. Look at that ad right there. That's delicious. Which one? There's so many of them. All of them. <laughs> uh, you know, I go to the Draper one because it's closer to my work, <laughs> and I could get takeout. I don't know. Penny Ann's is meh. What? I should go to the Black Sheep Cafe. Really? I just don't think it's that great. I'm sorry, I'm not. Best drink deal, pie pizzeria. I like that they got best drink deal. Because they do dollar Dollar PBRs. PBRs. That's where that's where people go to get drinking PBRs, I guess. So yeah. I I haven't been here, but I've heard incredible things about it, and it's the best place for that Sunday mimosa. Oh, I saw that. The London Bell Supper Club. I have heard this place is incredible. We've been looking at it to go so every once in a while I'll go to a super fancy, fancy dinner. And the London Bell Supper Club looks like the kind of place we want to go, like a Franks type place. By the way, never thought about going to Lakai. Just throwing that out there. That's never been on the table for a fancy a place. No, I'm just talking about for dinner. No, but the London Bell Supper brunch. Club, their menu, every time I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, it's this awesome. place looks so good. Let's go. I just thought of this while you guys are looking for your next thing. Um, the The girl that I work with who is kind of, she's kind of a little bit backwards, but she's really, really, really nice. Um, today they served dessert at our company Christmas lunch and it came with a fruit sauce on it. And I was like, is that strawberry? And everybody was trying to figure it out. She literally like went and chased someone down and made them bring one to me that didn't have strawberry on it. Oh. I thought that was really nice because it was chocolate lava cake and I really wanted to eat it. Cool. I'm really fucking hungry. <laughs> I know. I have not eaten dinner yet. Yeah, uh, but you had a big lunch. Best Bloody Mary on a budget is Red Rocks. $2 bloodies. I don't, Bloody you Marys know, are gross. You know, our guest last week asked me if I liked a Bloody Mary too. Bloody Marys are disgusting. We don't like tomatoes. Tomato juice is an affront <laughs> to humanity. Why I the fuck would you drink that? That is why Don drinks that? virgin Bloody Marys. But I love it. It's so gross. It's so <laughs> gross. I will Bubbles. say. Oh, go ahead. The burger. On this this picture from the garage at Beck, looks have you been there? So good. I hear no. they're awesome. The burger looks fucking amazing. Those yep. onion rings look fantastic, and those are the kind of fries I really like. The rough cut skin on fries. Mm. Aren't those called like ranch style or something? They're called rough cut skin on. They're called bareback fries. <laughs> Why would they be there, bare? But I was trying to figure out how to word it. Why would they be bare though if they had the skin on? Uh, yeah, that's bareback when you just skin on skin. Yep. That's bareback, baby. And rough cut. I'm writing that a rough cut bareback fries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm writing that down. That might be the show title. Uh, that's for your amazing. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to word it, so thanks for doing that. Best um, locals only beer garden craft by proper babe. If you want me to explain bareback to you, so. Later. <laughs> One more, one more alone. So I know we talked. So this one, it's right next to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best Christmas um, episode ever. Uh, yeah, right. Um, yeah, proper brewing. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can say. You're like, oh no, proper yeah. brewing's great. Um, lots of good beer in Salt Lake. I don't want to talk about beer though. Um. Best way to vent your frustration with the DABC. How about Ruth's Diner? Do you like them better than than Penny Ann's? Uh, I've only been to Ruth's Diner like once. So it's that's a really long way to go for breakfast, honestly. Birkin like Fridays at the Bayou. What? Best Bazaar beer concoctions. Firkin Friday at the Bayou. 
I still like the the um, two bloody whores or whatever it's called uh, at the Bayou. That's a good beer combo that they do. Um, it's a uh, yeah, but this is a small beer cask that holds seven gallons. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> That's a firk. What the firk is a firkin? Yeah, seven it's gallons. A small beer cask. Huh. So they just choose what what uh, they want to bring in that week. Huh. I like the Bayou. That place is always hopping on the weekends. I love their food, though. I will eat there all the time. Um, I've only been there once. I we think. still need to go down to Strap Tank. I'm in. Yes, we do. Well, remember, we're supposed to do like our trip or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, we'll get down there. All right. Should we go to Reader's Picks? Those are all staff picks, by the way, folks. So, um, that's Okay, it. here's Lakai. <laughs> best it's the best atmosphere. atmosphere. I'm going to read this to you guys all. <laughs> I'm going to read this to you guys all. Yeah, everyone that's listening to this podcast right this moment. The star's hit drama Outlander follows the story of a World War II nurse, Claire Randall, who inadvertently tracks back in time. Rattles. Whatever, I don't give a shit. Uh, back in time <laughs> to the mid-1700s. Claire acclimates to the gorgeous landscapes, high-class society diners. And almost gets raped every episode. And even to wearing a corset. <laughs> when patrons step foot in Lakai, they are similarly transplanted from suburban Sandy to an entirely distinct era. Lakai's castle dining experience is unlike any other Utah has to offer. You'll even find peacocks ambling the grounds. And that's at 9565 South Wasatch Boulevard in Sandy. But nothing about the food or actually eating there. Nope. Just the peacocks. Just the atmosphere. <laughs> uh, Tuscany and Log Haven were number two and three. <laughs> Loghaven is cool. Um, I I just you know, I hate that pig in a jelly jar gets this. I don't. I'm unimpressed. I don't. I don't it's even like know you you're saying that. I like them. I need to go try Lakai. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're having a Christmas dinner. No, no. I want to go try a normal restaurant meal at Lakai. Uh, fillings and emulsions won the best bakery. Uh, Utah picks. What uh, a shock. Oh my gosh. Those stupid cookies were so good. I will say Eva's is number two. I love Eva's. And Tule's is really amazing yeah, too. And, and, and Tule's always at, uh, at the market. Yes. And I love their food. They're, yes. they're great. Uh, Penny Ann Cafe got best breakfast. Don't agree. And then, you know, Brute's Diner and Pig and Jelly Jar, like you guys said. Best um, Chinese restaurant. Best brunch was Ruth's Diner, then Sweet Lake Biscuits and Limeade, and then Roots Roots Cafe. I've never been there. Not Ruth's, Roots. You said best coffee, Beans and Bruce? I agree with that, but I was saying best Chinese is the Mandarin. Yeah, I know. And then Red Maple. <laughs> At Red least Maple. Red Maple's number two. I like Red Maple. If for dim sum, Red Maple's fantastic. Which I actually I do like Beans and Bruce. Where's, uh, we, we read the Beans and Bruce uh, thing yeah. uh, last week or two weeks ago, or I don't remember. I didn't know the first one was the one next to Liberty Park. That was the very first time I ever had coffee. Was that that one? I like that. I like that Aww. Beans and Bruce quite a bit. Cute. Uh, best desserts, gourmandise. I agree. I just fillings ate and there emulsions. A week ago. I don't agree with last course. I'm sorry. I know we interviewed them. It's closed. It doesn't matter if you agree with it. Uh, but I don't think it's a great place, <laughs> it's man. Closed. The best French restaurant, Lakai wins again. <laughs> I will tell you, I've been to Franck's. Franck's is fantastic French dining. Do you think that they're like, like how do they get? Because Enrique said that it's just like for the readers' picks. It's just like marketing to your people yeah so it's marketing to your how people. are they getting 
all these people that are spending. Look, Kai probably to... has like with your receipt. They probably hand you a business card that says "Vote for us for City Weekly" and get five dollars off your next meal. <laughs> I mean, like I'm guessing that's probably something that happens. Um, best downtown restaurant. Copper Onion won best downtown restaurant. That's a big honor. I don't like. I like Copper Onion, but I don't think they're the best. I don't think HSL is either. I've never been to HSL or Takashi. I keep saying I need to go to Takashi, but I just don't like. Really, Copper Onion's the best. Like there, there's so many other currents downtown. Once again, reader's there's, choice. I I just don't understand it. It's almost like the because the brand is out there. Like Copper Onion's super big name. So, so I'm gonna. I want to skip down to the Greek restaurant really quick. So Manoli's is number one. Uh, which is fine. I've never been there, but the other place is number two. And I just saw a post on Facebook about, it's probably like a week and a half or two weeks ago. Somebody had circulated a rumor that they were closing and the owners had to get online and be like, we're not closing. Okay. Like everything's fine. This is the place on like fourth east and third south, right? Yeah, the other place, the little so like, good. that place is awesome. Yeah. I love that place. By the way, if you want a, a place to take someone for lunch, babe, that's a good place to go. The other place, that Greek place, it's right down the street from your office. Yeah. As I've heard that I make these suggestions and then they're like, we'll, yeah, we'll, go to we'll Desert just Edge go Park. to Ruby River or Desert Edge. Yeah. So dumb. And, and Desert Edge is fine. I really like it, but whatever. Uh, again, best Indian restaurant. I, I'm not going to talk about it again. So we'll just skip who they are. My favorite's Gura's out in the end of the valley. They're never going to win because they're out in freaking Harriman and they probably don't really push it, but I think they're the best. Table X for the we best. We still need to, I feel like um, you need to try Bhutan House because they're incredible too. Where are they? They are on um, 13th East and um, no, maybe it's 9th East and like 83rd South. Ooh, that's right by the office. Yeah. Close enough that I'll go for lunch. Yep. Uh, Table X, best innovative menu. I want to read this. So Chef Nick Foss, David Barboza, and Mike Blotcher are alumni of Culinary Institute of America in New York City. There they learn teamwork and cohesion, and together they continually push the envelope in creating an ever-changing and improving menu. Every appetizer and entree is a work of art, but if you want to really be impressed, give the chef's tasting a go. It's a chef-selected five-course meal, and it includes a beverage to boot. That sounds like a place I would love to go try and just let them take me for a spin. Uh, best Italian, Cecilia Mia. It's uh, one of Jess's favorites. Uh, I don't know if I would say favorites. Paranoia is my favorite. But um, Cecilia Mia is also very expensive. Are they? <laughs> but, the, they're the ones that did the the yeah, carbonara for you yeah, guys. Yeah, they cook. They cook their. That's like their thing. Is the carbonara? They bring a big um, cheese wheel of of um, parmesan to your table and cook your carbonara in front of you. We might have to go there just so I can get a cheese wheel. <laughs> you're not getting a cheese wheel. You're just getting the food they cook in the cheese wheel. It's basically like having a cheese wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but they do light it on fire. That's true. Mr. Charlie's Chicken Fingers got number two for best rest- new restaurant. Ochre won. Um, I'm actually surprised that Ginger Street did not win this because they, they were third. are awesome. So the picture from Ochre looks really good. That's my kind of restaurant. Uh, best Mexican, red iguana, blue iguana, El Chihuahua. I love No Draper Rancheritos. Oh. <laughs> El Pais is really good, though, too. El Chihuahua has the Death Stars. Now it's yeah. The- yeah. You know, I will say this. Red Iguana is is a good restaurant. 
I don't think it's the best. I don't think it's worth the hour-long wait sometimes to get into that place, in the, especially in the cold. They play good music. <laughs> it's true. No, Your favorite don't. song. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, but the mole is okay. I think what Red Iguana has going for it is no one else really does moles. Mm. Because I will tell you, like... One of the best Mexican restaurants I've I've eaten at in the Wasatch Front is Donna Maria in Orem, which makes the best molcajete I've ever had. I I think that El Paisa has a huge um, mole section. Their menu is ginormous, but Sylvester's used to be good. Do you remember Sylvester's? There's only one location. Blue Iguana's molcajete is pretty good too. Blue Iguana's never as busy as Red Iguana. Best Middle Eastern Maza. And then Laziz got second. And oh, falafel, which, man, oh, falafel. I love. Falafel is one of my favorite foods, and it's it's a health food, but not really. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so the River House on Main is the I don't care about Park City. Fuck them. Best uh, restaurant to impress newcomers, Red Iguana? A lot of people send people to Red Iguana. Is it because it's by the airport? Also, Red Iguana was on diners, drive-ins, and dives, and so it's got that that problem, too, where there's just too many fucking people because of that show. Is it, though, because it's kind of close to the airport? I mean... No. It's nowhere near the airport, Jeremy. It's by the... Jeremy... It's by the fairgrounds. Yeah, that's by the airport. No, it's... It's not by the airport. When you live in Riverton like I do, it's by the airport. My house is by the airport when you live where you do, Jeremy. So if if you're from the airport, the Red Iguana is maybe 10 minutes away? Yeah, because remember, that's why your brother could get there easily. Fact. Fact. Mm, (laughs) You take the Redwood exit off of from the airport, it's close. Anyway, I'm just saying, I wonder if that's what they're saying for... For visitors or newcomers. I just think that's dumb. I just think it's a... uh, I just think that's where people are like, oh, you want Mexican? Go to the Red Iguana. (laughs) Like, that's seriously the conversation that gets had in my office. Which, I mean, it's a Red Iguana is a Utah place, but it's not like, oh, you know, some really good Mexican if you go over to El Rancheritos and Draper. That never (laughs) happens. That's some good stuff Hey, babe, did you see under Best Thai Restaurant, number three was the T-Rose Diner? Oh, nice. Char- I still haven't tried Chabar or Charbar. Oh, they have a uh, good brunch. Uh, so I need to try Chabar. Uh, and I have tried Sawadi. Um, but yeah, the T-Rose Diner, I, that place is awesome. I love it. You still it. haven't taken me there. Well, that's because every time I think, like, let's go there, they're closed because I tend to do it for some reason, like Mondays, and they're always closed <laughs> on Mondays. Um, so the best Vietnamese, oh my, wins every time. Uh, I'll try. Oh my doesn't even, does oh my even serve, uh, pho? Yeah. Pho? Yeah, yeah that's all do. I've had there. Uh, Cause I always, there's always the sandwiches, the banh mi's, uh, oh my. Um, the best Utah County restaurant, I've always wanted to go to communal. And I never got a chance to I think to true religion needs to be on this list. <laughs> I will say Black Sheep's good. I've been to Black Sheep down there, and it's really good. Is that the same Black Sheep that's out in, in, in uh, I guess, it's Sandy or South Jordan on 90th? I don't know. I wonder if it's the same people, because I, I ate at the Black Sheep in Provo when I worked down in, in Utah County, and it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> Best wine list, the Kai got number two. Yeah, they didn't even win. Well, thank God the wine bar beat them there, this year. fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Breast, best Breast Brew Pub. Um, the Breast Brew Pub. Uh, I disagree with this. I think the Bohemian's the best. Yeah, I agree. For sure. Their, their food is second to none. Squatters wins, though. Squatters But not even there. I, just the whole atmosphere, like that whole yeah. place is. I, I really like Bohemian. And they gave Red Rock 
second and Wasatch third. Bohemian's not even on there. But once again, remember, this is reader's pick. Yeah, I like Red Rock a lot, but I still think Bohemian. I think Bohemian's just got better food than either of the other two. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. And I like the atmosphere at the Bohemian. Gosh, the blue iguana's all over this page. Yeah, the okay, best appetizers. Ava, if you haven't been to Ava, it is, it is so good. It's so tiny in there, but it is the... It's delicious, and their, their food is unbelievable. Yeah, it's so good, and they have Ugh, a long best bar. barbecue R and R. Really, their barbecue sucks. That's pretty good though. I like Pat's a lot. Pat's. I want to go to. There's one that is on Third West in a little red building, um, just before an overpass, and I can't. It starts up with a K, I think. But I have always wanted to go try their barbecue, but I'm never downtown I, when I'm. And honestly, the best barbecue is Bam Bam's. In Orem. Have you been to Bam Bam's yet? We've had this conversation. I actually just had this conversation a couple weeks ago. But no, you still haven't gone. You I've only been there to pick up pies. <laughs> Does it's Pretty good. Bird have chicken fingers? I don't no. remember them. Okay. No. Well, they got voted for best, best. Oh, chicken item. And then I saw the Charlie's chicken fingers. Sorry. Charlie's chicken fingers won. Best cookies, Ruby Snap. Oh, I hear that curry fried chicken's really good, by the way. <coughs> John's good curry pizza. Oh yeah, I heard that's really good out uh, in West Valley. Amazing. My my buddy Jack keeps telling me I need to go there. He said Sim Gill actually there. recommended it, and it was really really good. Well, if an Indian recommends it, you know it's got to <laughs> be good, right? Uh, that's how you can tell when they have a good Indian buffet Best in an Indian truck, restaurant. Cup pop is when there's a bunch of Indians at the Indian buffet. <laughs> so Best Distillery High West with Ogden's own second and Dented Brick. I'm really disappointed that. That Sugar House isn't on there. At least in the top three, yeah. Um, nope. Fucking day, fucking daylight donuts, seriously? <laughs> That's on the list before donuts and deli. Fucking readers are stupid. Maybe you can campaign for them next year. Fucking Krispy Kreme, at least they didn't make it on here. <laughs> Fuck what? But Big O is awesome like you yeah. know that really like that's that place greasy? up in ogden right no it's actually on ninth south um oh. just across from tri- triangles because they just moved um they are vegan donuts and like normally when you eat donuts you get that like greasy fill in your mouth these don't do that mm. they're a little more pricey but they are awesome i'm not gonna argue with banbury cross they're good donuts they're no donuts in delhi though i'm gonna be be, be clear but daylight fucking donuts really people do you know what Black Cherry Market is? It, I do. It's on 45th South. Well, it's on it's on 9th East between 45th and 39th. Um, mm-hmm. You know where the Smiths is right there on the corner? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little bit. You know where Stella is on that road? Mm-hmm. It's across the street from oh, Stella. Oh, I know where it is. So the, Black Cherry is a Mediterranean, it's a, like a Middle Eastern Mediterranean yeah. market, um, which is a really cool little market. I will say number two on best ethnic specialty market, Ocean Mart. That's bullshit. Ocean Mart sucks. They're terrible. Go to the fucking one on 33rd and State, the Chinese supermarket. That place is amazing. Ocean Mart's selection's crap. The products they have aren't great. I'm not a big fan. I go there a lot just because it's right by my office, but uh, it's nowhere near as good as the one on 33rd is. And also, I actually like the one on 9th, South, and 5th East, right by the by Liberty, um, the Southeast the Asian Margic. I like that one even better. Although I will say they're much more specialized. They're not as broad, so they don't have as much like Indian stuff. It's a little bit smaller place. Yeah. But for fresh like fish and meat. That's where I used to go get um, 
high chews before they started selling them in America and, all everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best food truck is not Cup Bop. I'm sorry. Uh, Waffle Love, I could give that. Um, but there are better food trucks. I just think that people don't know where they're at or, or who they are. Uh, best French fries, Bruges, Waffles, and Frites. They do have really good French fries. For sure. Lucky 13 does also. Yeah, I'm not going to... I don't really care about Crown Burger. It's not like they cut their own fries. <laughs> uh, best gyro or gyro. The best gyro. <laughs> I don't like gyro, so I don't give a shit. Uh, but so Greek you're just going to skip over it? Yeah, Greek Slovakia won that. I like gyros. And I like Crown Burger's gyros. I don't like two. tzatziki sauce very much, and I don't like tomatoes, and gyros are just... Because you don't like cucumbers. I do like going to like Crown Burger or Apollo Burger and asking for a gyro with meat only and add cheese. That's really good. So best local beer, Keto's Coffee Cream Ale. Oh, I fucking love... I'm not going to disagree. That's one of my favorite beers. That beer is really good. Uh, Red Rocks, uh, Alafino, and Apricot Hefeweizen. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> pro tip, by the way, if you liked Iggy's Blueberry Beer, Uinta has just released a Blueberry Hef. And that is the same it's one. It's absolutely the Blueberry Beer from Iggy's. It is. And if you like it, go that get it That was my only reason to go, for going to Iggy's, really. That's not even a good enough reason to go to Iggy's. So, yeah, to, you, to be fair, though, Jeremy, you are a big fan of the uh, the brewery. You like going to the brew pub. I do. Hey, so obviously best hard cider is going to be our friends at Mountain West Cider. Um, and I know that they have a tasting room, but it said give one of their cider cocktails like the Water Pocket Blanco Rum Infused. Hmm. Number one, a go. So that's nice. cool that we they gotta go have back. partnered. We got to nice. go back to Mountain West. It's been a long time. Yeah, go go sit in the garden. We haven't been there for that. Um, the pie always wins best pizza. I don't, the pie is okay. I like Estes better than the pie. Um, I like, um, um, I've not been to Lucky Sliced. Uh, so I, I don't know. There's a really good place in Provo called the Slab, uh, on BYU's campus, basically, that's really good. Uh, best ramen. Jinya. Uh, Jinya's pretty good. Um, uh, that's the one. Wasn't there a Ginya on uh, right by Fashion Place too? Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's in the same parking lot as because um, they're listing this as one Sagatos. as Sagatos. Oh, I oh think they it listed just both opened. of them. They listed both of them. No, no, no. It's been open for a while. Oh. Uh, the but Ginya oh, just I'm thinking of a different one. Just so everyone knows, Ginya is a big national chain, <laughs> so it's not like a local place. So Tonkatsu should be on. Yeah, I was going to say Tonkatsu is the one that everyone tells me to go to over in West Valley. It's and my favorite. There's Tasha's and Yoko, but no Tonkatsu. Also, I hear the ramen at um, Mayanga is really good. Their, that? their Korean place. Um, just it, it's right by the East Center, or is it mm-hmm. the Maverick Center now? Mm-hmm. So I hear, and they have Bingsu there, which is like basically uh, a snow cone made with cream. Hmm. Um, best salad cafe Rio. Really? But they're number three. It doesn't matter. How did that even make the list? So, okay, but Utah. Uh, <laughs> best sandwiches, Moochies. And I can confirm this with scientific evidence. <laughs> Moochies does with have the best cheesesteak. So, Scotty, I know you're going to listen to this. Let me just tell you, 
I don't care if you thought it was soggy because you don't like peppers and onions too much. You're eating the wrong sandwich if you don't like peppers and onions and you order a cheesesteak, buddy. But I really love seeing Groves on here because Groves sandwiches are incredible. Yeah, I've not gone to Feldman's Deli for a sandwich before. But, but look, curry pizza is the best new food trend. Where? Oh, it the, is. The ginormous picture, picture on the page. Um, chicken tikka masala pizza is delicious, by the way. We really need to try it, Brie. I think that might change your mind on pizza. Maybe we can order some because it's kind of over in this area when Sim Gill comes back. Oh, that'd be good. And we idea. have pizza. Uh, the the cookie home delivery is number two for food trend. That's a big thing, and I guess. Poke. And poke. But is poke really a trend? Like, poke's uh, been around for a long time. But in Utah, it yeah, it's kind of yeah, popped over the last couple of years. I guess a lot of people are starting to make poke now. I just like calling it poke. Oh, oh poke. look, there's Takashi. Yeah, Takashi has won quite a few. Um, so Sapa and Tsunami. Uh, Tsunami's got really good inventive. I like roles. Sapa. I like the I like the the ambiance at Sapa. I will say I I did enjoy our meal at um, Blue Marlin Blue Fin. Well, they changed their name, so I don't know Blue why. Fin, I think, because Blue Marlin's opening again right next to the Alta Club. Yeah, they they changed their name, so I don't really know who it is. Uh, best tacos. So. I actually, I've not been to Taco Taco, but I can tell you Taqueria 27 is really good, and I can tell you Lone Star Taqueria is really good. Um, so I, I can't, I'm guessing Taco Taco must be really good too. I love tacos. Best use of bacon, Lucky 13. <laughs> uh, best wings, Charlie Winko wins best wings. Um, I haven't either, but. But uh, I do like wing nuts. Wing nuts and then the wing coop. I like the wing coop's wings quite a bit. Best vegan. I love Zest, and they brought their grilled cheese sandwich back, which makes me so happy. That's it for food, guys. Wow. That's it. We've gone all the way We're through done. the food. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, there's there's more stuff to, to go through. Um, there are some entertainment things. Um, and now I just see the eat at a bar named Sue, eat at Sue's, and I see that big Sue burger and... And then you're like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> it looks... I am really fucking it's a, hungry. I like that the picture of it says... Almost actual size. <laughs> it's pretty big. It's a full page it's ad. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> well, their ad paid off. They got some free exposure on our podcast, even though they didn't win anything uh, right. on the the food side. Um, they might be in the picks for some of the nightlife, though. Uh, so, best double dose of comedy sausage of <laughs> comedy sausage making. Wow. <laughs> Wise guys, open mic night. Uh, that would be a, that, Wise Guys Open Mic, I could imagine, would be a fun place to go to for open mic. Um, bars to actually listen to jazz or ignore it quietly for booze. Lake Effect. So Lake Effect plays quiet jazz? Mm-hmm. Cause you know, Avant Garde was really cool. Like that place. The place was cool. The, the service, not so much. Well, you got the impression right out of the gate that the owner Opened it just so he could have his band play somewhere. Right. Not so the reason to open up a bar. His by jazz the way. buddies could play. It was cool. The atmosphere was cool. Uh, bottoms up for the best new LGBTQ plus night. Uh, I don't know. I don't like bars, so these these don't do it for me. Best drag show theme. Those bitches Saturday morning cartoons. That seems like a great theme. Uh, Molly Mormon's amazing. So if you want a good, fun show, head to Triangles. But there are also a lot of really other cool shows that are starting to pop up, too. Uh, best venue to remember small cities get the best shows is the Urban Lounge. Uh-huh. I like I like that place. 
uh, the depot is the best venue to get lost, lost in. in. <laughs> I gotta agree. <laughs> it is. It is confusing Every as fuck, man. Um, I don't care about that. <laughs> the best venue to feel like you're in an '80s movie, uh, Liquid Joe's, which is funny because the only true. concert I've ever seen there is an '80s band, the, the Go Go's. No, oh, Oingo Boingo. Boingo. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But because you've got so this is the thing at Liquid Joe's you have. Do they still do the the spasmatics and oh, Metal yeah. Gods? Yeah. Like those are both eighties things, and it's, it's it's really it's actually really really fun. I'm looking forward to going back again. I haven't been there in a while, but I always remember my nights at Liquid fun. Joe's fondly. Uh, yeah, Metal Gods is just such a so much fun. Um, I think you would like the Spasmatics, Brie, and probably Metal Gods because you're a big metal diva. Like you like Poison and White Snake and Bon Jovi and <laughs> hair hair metal. I mean, I can listen to them, but I'm not a Big, big pint of beer and some some Nikki sticks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Nikki sticks. Yep. <laughs> Should I write that in the show That's notes? Nikki sticks. Nikki sticks. Yes. <laughs> Can you please? <laughs> Nikki sticks. You got it. Still, the, the title winner, by the way, is still um, rough cut bareback fries. Yeah. So we'll see. One eight seven Santa Claus might win but I, I a lot of these bars are just are downtown there's i mean yeah there's I, more i'm glad actually good on one on page 137 the ice house is uh recognized as best fact checker approved watering hole <laughs> uh quarters arcade bar is the best place to get into a bar fight well um, i'm pro- gonna go there probably because you can play video games to resolve it or pinball and you're like oh i was winning pac-man i really want to go there i haven't been there yet so uh, the Bayou is the best beer selection. Makes sense. Uh, they beat the beer bar because the Bayou does have a better beer selection uh, and the beer hive. Also, I got to tell you, I've been into the beer hive. I think that is that the one that's like kind of downstairs on Main Street. I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of the atmosphere. It was. It felt to me like on a Tuesday evening, it would be full of hipsters, and I would not be <laughs> happy. Are you going to the Bourbon House? No, not oh. the Bourbon House. It's it's not. It's on. I want to say it's on Main Street. It might mm. be on State Street. I don't remember. Um, best bar patio. Have you guys been to Hogwallow? I've not. It's such a cozy little place. It's so nice. The Green Pigs patio is pretty cool up top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do like Gracie's patio. It's great in the summertime. Uh, <laughs> I think that it's funny that the Sun Trap is one of the best dance clubs. Readers Area, picks. Can, can I tell you? All right. Like Area 51 didn't win anything on its own. I don't think it was like runner up on a lot of stuff. But you want to talk about a successful business that's been around for eons. Yep. That place has been around since long before I moved to Utah in the late 90s. Uh, and it is, from what I can tell, the only downtown club that has lasted all that time. Because it was sure. around when, uh, what was the, the club that used to get a lot of concerts in it that was almost like Pyramid-y? Um, the Vor- not the Vortex. Um, Pyramid-y. Um, what the fuck is it? Deviate. Oh. oh, Club Deviate. So Deviate, uh, it was around back then. It was around when the Vortex was a thing, and then when it wasn't, then it was again. Um, you well, know, when even like the um, like Bricks. Bricks, and then Club Sound, and mm-hmm. it's back to Bricks, I think, now. Yep. And it was the venue for a while, or maybe they still call it the venue when they do concerts. But the Area 51 never rebranded. Yep. 
they they've it's still a shithole inside. It's like Burke's Tiki Lounge, um, but bigger. <laughs> uh, the walls don't sweat though, like Burt's did. No, and they and they still they feature local bands. They have theme nights. Like yeah, they still they do are... a goth night. They they and they have kept their doors open for years and years and years. They've just good on. So them. I just want to give props to Area Fifty One for for being able to do it. Uh, Trails is the best gentleman's club, so if you want to go see some ladies taking off their clothes, uh, Trails is the place to go, followed by Southern Exposure and then American Bush. Do they still do two for Tuesdays? I have no idea. I haven't been to a strip club in a long time, folks. Google that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Hey, uh, Um, uh, hey Siri. Hey, look, there's actually a whole reader's category of best non-downtown bar. Here, I got one for you. Hey, Siri. Does American Bush still do two for Tuesdays? Oh, man. You're not going to do the Alexa? Okay, Google. (laughs) Does American Bush still do two for Tuesdays? My phone didn't even catch that. Hold it up to the the headset for me, because it... (laughs) Was that iPhone or a Google phone? No, you said, said, okay, Google. Okay, Google. Now it did. Does American Bush still have two for Tuesdays? I don't, I don't no, think it it'll caught, find it. it. It caught me saying, now it did, but it said, now dead. <laughs> you didn't do Alexa. It actually did work before. Uh, I had comments from That's folks awesome. that it actually triggered their phones the last time I was fucking around with it. Sorry, we can keep going. And apparently ignore me. What'd you say? Like three times I said you forgot Alexa. Oh, no, no, no. I did on purpose because it wasn't working. So I didn't do Alexa. How do you know it wasn't working? There's no Alexa in here. Oh, my God. So can I tell you guys? So we had to change our Alexa's name because all the commercials that do that. So I changed the, the voice command for Alexa. The other day, we call it's Echo is what we, we use because you can only choose from a few. Um, Phoebe was looking out our bedroom window at something and she was like growling at it and then kind of like barking kinda. Rrr, rrr, like a little chuff barks. And I go, Echo, tell my dog to shut the fuck up. And it goes, OK, entering dog talk mode. What is your pet's name? And then you tell it your pet's name, and then it goes, Phoebe, shut up. Shut up, Phoebe. Would you like that, me to stop? That is awesome. <laughs> and it was funny because she, like, turned and looked at it. She was like, oh, my God. I need to do that with mine. <laughs> She's like, how did you put that weird voice right next to me? It freaked her out, and she stopped. That is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to keep going through the bars? <laughs> Uh, the problem is I'm not a big bar fan, so I kind of get through there, and I'm like, Meh. let's talk about some of the other stuff. So, uh, best bank for small business. This is the first Utah bank. Um, what page did you go to? Uh, 147. I feel like we didn't give this a good enough shake. We ensure first Utah bank. The best business school is the David Eccles School of Business up at the U. Uh, oh, Westminster. Uh, best company to work for is University of Utah Health Systems. Hmm. That doesn't surprise me. Best made in Utah product, Beehive Cheese, which mm. I happen to be wearing their hat right Ooh, now. Ooh, and Five Wives Co- Vodka. Cox Honey is second there, uh, worth mentioning. If you're going to buy honey, guys, try to go to the markets. That's the best place to buy honey because you're going to get honey closer to you often. Don't yeah. buy the bear. But if you're going to buy honey at the grocery store, buy Cox because it's local and, and it's locally sourced. Um, also, Harmon's Grocery wins best family-owned business. And then the Utah Jazz. And I, I'm very happy to support Harmon's. So. Uh, best minority-owned business is Lizzie's. 
and then fillings and emulsions, and then Benji's Barbecue Shack. Oh, we should try that. Maybe they have good barbecue. Uh, I don't care about the tech companies. They can go fuck themselves. Um, they're ruining our... I'm just kidding. Um, oh, <laughs> Best Utah Retailer, Kota Paxi, Black Diamond, and Black Cat. <laughs> Black Cat Comics. That's some That's some good pull they've got there. And, and right then, above it, Best Local Manufacturers, Black Diamond, too. And now we're out of Best Ups, and we're into pages and pages and pages of directories and ads, and uh, the trans... Uh, trails, not trans. Trails. <laughs> that that looked an awful lot like trans when I first looked at it. There's some pictures of some some naughty looking girls on the back. Should get further out. Best of the best. Here's the Hall of Fame in- inductees this year. David James. Uh-huh. Uh, I talked about my feelings last week for him, um, but he helped redefine how Utah TV sportscasters act and look. That might actually be true because they were all a bunch of fuddy duddies, and he at least has kind of opened up a little bit. Uh, Kilby Court uh, got inducted into the Hall of Fame. I think it's been let's see, has been known locally and nationally for twenty years as an all ages venue. Weller Bookworks, uh, the Italian Village, um, the Pizza Benders. Man, no other place you can get them. They're just calzones, but they call them benders, so it's special. Uh, lucky. Oh, best office equipment, Les Olson. I agree with that. What? Where the hell's that at? I don't know. Down further. I'm reading backwards. I don't see Les Olson on here. Well, I don't care. I do. Where? Show me. Oh wait, I went no, the wrong. You're went, not yeah. looking at the Hall I'm of not. Fame inductees. You're looking at a directory. I was. <laughs> uh, lucky thirteen. Uh, I think we all can agree uh, they're they're burgers. And really, it's not so much the burger as the burger combos they make and their bacon. The Bayou. Wise guys, uh, Green Street. Uh, they they uh, they got the We Remember Award. Forty six total Best of Utah awards for Green Street, the, the most, most of all time. time. That's a lot of awards. How can they have that many if it's only thirty years? Different categories, and then Squatter <laughs> for thirty years. Well, look, fucking Lakai's probably won <laughs> one fewer than that. They're gonna get fucking inducted. I here here's the thing: if City Weekly would induct Lakai into the Hall of Fame, they could stop giving them no, because Choice they awards. still give they still give you the award. They the could award. they could stop. No, they don't though. They you still can vote, vote all these people look, in. Enrique, listen to me. I know you listen to our show. He's MIA. I don't know where he is. He's he's off having. They just released their biggest issue of the year and he's had their huge party. Break. It's the holidays. Enrique is off gallivanting around I mean, somewhere. I hope he is, but well, hopefully he's not in his his boyfriend's freezer. Hopefully, <laughs> I mean that would be a tragedy. Uh, I don't. Be. I don't wish that on Enrique. I promise that's not where I'm trying I to. Need go him here. for episode two hundred. Nice and round, that, that episode. I'm going to bring him. Uh, you need to remind me, Jess, and I will pick him up a sausage wrap in the morning okay. and then just reheat it in the microwave later. Why don't you pick it on the way home? They don't make them in the afternoon. It's a breakfast oh, item. right. Maverick. It's they a Maverick didn't even have them this morning. Breakfast this, have you had the sausage bundles? Those are delicious, too. No. And I didn't grab one when I went to get gas this morning. So, and then they were gone. They're like, it's going to take another hour. And I thought... You know that this is one of the busiest Mavericks. Why wouldn't you have it ready to go? So when I go to the, uh, I went to Dragon Diner today, uh, uh, last week for the, um, the Chinese thing. Right. Uh, and right next to Dragon Diner, like in connecting parking lots that have hard, um, parking things on them so you can't drive between them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a 7 Eleven. So I'm like, I'm going to go grab a drink real quick because I got to drive back to the office and I'm thirsty and I, 
So I go in and I go to grab a drink and um, there's a dude there and the gas station attendant is convincing him to eat one of their their cheeseburger hot dogs. So apparently it looks like it's in the shape of a hot dog because I think they don't serve anything but rolled food anymore at 7-Eleven. It's not true. They have other stuff they do, but they have a lot of <laughs> I like old the, food. I like the jalapeno ones. <laughs> so they, and he's like, these are, he's like, they're really good. It's like having a cheeseburger. It tastes just like a cheeseburger, but it's a shape like a hot dog. And he pulls it. It looks disgusting. It looks horrific. Like a <laughs> fucking moldy science experiment is kind of how I would, would, would compare it. He's like, it's really good though. I promise. He's like, okay. So he convinces this dude to get this hamburger hot dog thing. I don't know how it turned out, but it looked really gross. And I just thought it was funny that the gas station attendant was convincing some random dude to try it, to try this rolled food. <laughs> Maybe he's on commission. So he's got to sell so many a day. Yeah, I mean, I, Shannon has told me quite a bit about his job at the Seb, so yeah. that is a it is something they push the rolled food. Um, so uh, I'm gonna make a note here as well about rolled food. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think that's probably gonna do it. Do we want to talk about movies? We have yeah. a little bit of time. We left. have time still. I want to talk about All movies. Right. Okay, because we can't talk about them after because today's Christmas. That is true. It is true. Let me find my movies. Should just be like your second one down. My articles aren't stacked like yours. So these That's are eight Christmas movies filmed in Utah County that you should watch. How many of these are... Okay, before you read it, how many of these are on the Hallmark Channel? What's the over-under on Hallmark versus Lifetime? Lifetime. I think only the one says, so I don't know if we'd have to Google it. I bet it. they all are. I got a Google box in front of me, guys. So, so as we look go... Look at who's in them. Okay. Candace Cameron Bure, she's that a Hallmark. That means Hallmark. That's Hallmark. Uh, Tia Mowry, she's That's Hallmark. That's Lifetime. Yeah, that's a lifetime. That's film. lifetime. What one yep. is it? My Christmas in. Yep. Candace. Candace so Ray. it was filmed in Payson. No, so we can't go through them. What's the over under? How many do you think are hallmarks? Oh, uh, 50%. of the eight, five. I would say. Okay, Jeremy's seven. at five. Jess is at seven. I said fifty percent. And Bree's at four. It's an even number. It's, it's eight. Movies. So Bree's at four, and I will just. Uh, you know what? That's tough, man. I'm I'm gonna have to take the under on everyone just because, but I'm <laughs> guessing it might be six, but that we'll find out. Okay, so, okay. Find out. let's do it. So we got the first one is called uh, My, My Christmas, Christmas Inn. Inn, and we said that one is right here. It says lifetime. a lifetime, it's lifetime. film. <laughs> yeah, it's the only one that says. So is that rapey then? So no, uh, rapey Christmas movie. Got it. Filmed in Payson. She got a big... Pro- Let's read these descriptions, guys. Because Christmas <laughs> movies, like Hallmark Christmas movies and Lifetime Christmas movies, they all follow this 100% completely formulaic plan. This Lifetime film follows the story of Jen Taylor, who is about to get a big promotion at the advertising agency where she works. However, when she inherits a cozy inn in Alaska from her aunt, she meets the small-town lawyer Steve Anderson and is amazed by the town's fun Christmas tradition. I'm pretty sure my... My girls watched this one this last week. It sounds familiar. My guess is <laughs> there's some Santa Claus theme going on there. Um, there was one Brie watched with a doctor that went to Santa Town. Uh, we didn't go to Brown Town. <laughs> Way to ruin okay, the Okay, look it up. That's wrapped a, up in Christmas. Wrapped, wrapped up, up in, in Christmas. Christmas. Someone read the description. These descriptions are worth this reading. This movie so. tells the story of a mall manager who must cancel the leases of stores not performing well enough at Christmas time. The mall manager then falls for the nephew of a store owner who is trying to help his aunt make her store successful. I don't. Oh, Kim Fields is in. 
Isn't that tootie? Yes, it is. <laughs> this might be, let's see, where did it say where this is from? I got to find where they're looking. from. Switched for Christmas is Hallmark because I've seen this one. It is definitely Hallmark. This is also. Are we writing it down next to it so we can keep track? Of I am. Price? I am. Oh, this was a Lifetime. So it was oh. a Lifetime. Lifetime. Movie for. Wrapped up wrapped for Christmas. Up. Uh-oh. It's not looking good for your seven, Jeff. Jess. So switched for Christmas. It's definitely Hallmark because I watched it. This one was fi- uh, filmed in Payson. This is Candace Cameron. That's a yeah. Hallmark one. But in this Hallmark film, identical twin sisters who are oh, both frustrated yeah. with their own lives get together for an obligatory pre-Christmas lunch. A year after the death of their mother, the two agree to swap lives until Christmas. That sounds Day. like Parent Trap to me. It well, was... except for it's funny because like the one has kids and they like totally give the aunt some crap, and then she's like. She's all confused, and they're like, do you really think that we don't know who our mom is? Like, that we can't? Uh-huh. <laughs> and the dad walks in, and he's like, he calls the, the, it's supposed to be the one sister, and he calls her by her actual name, which is the wrong name. And then she has to, like, play it off like her dad can't tell the difference when he's like, it can clearly tell the difference between my daughters. It doesn't matter. It's kind of. And whimsicky, whimsy. You just ruined the whole movie for anyone. No, I didn't. I didn't tell you what to... happens. <laughs> but you can guess. <laughs> Here's another Payson one. Christ- Christmas under wraps. Okay, that's a Hallmark one also. Yeah, because it's Candace. Yeah, there's another Hallmark one for sure. So we have two Lifetime and two Hallmark. But go ahead and, and read a Christmas wish. Or a Christmas under wraps. Candace Cameron Bray plays a doctor who moves to a remote Alaskan town after she doesn't get the work position she wanted. She begins to fall in love with the small town, but the father of the local man she's interested in has a big secret. Oh, I haven't Does seen Payson that one. look like Alaska? I must have missed something. Because <laughs> all of these shows are supposed to be in Alaska? Yeah. Haven't you been there? Um. To Wolf? Yes, I have. I think Christy Swanson <laughs> is a hallmark. So look up a Christmas wish. So it wish. is, and I just want to, I just want to read the first review that comes up the headline yep, on that. IMDb. It says it's four out of ten, and this was from like uh, December second. One of Hallmark's rare disappointments. Should we? That's what the person. <laughs> should we check Rotten Tomatoes for these? Okay, <laughs> 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 yeah. So that one is also that one is Hallmark. hallmark. So there's three for Hallmark. So two that for one's in Mapleton and Provo. Twelve. Gifts of Christmas at Wait. the Provo Ice Skating. I'm going to guess this one is also um, Hallmark, but I'm going to look it up. It is. You're right. 12. How do you know? Because I am a fast Googler because I'm on IMDb, dude. Oh, wait. I don't know right. where to see it on IMDb. I I, it shows on like the movie poster at the bottom of it. Okay, so there's another Hallmark one. That one's there are two weeks until Christmas in this film, and Mark Rehnquist must hire a struggling artist to help him pick out gifts for his family. Friends and family. Oh, I've seen this. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you've seen that. most of them. Okay, Tia Maori. Yeah, if you're saying where it's filmed, the whole point is that this is that's Utah's lifetime. Time. I did. That I was said Provo. Provo. I said Provo. Not who I filmed it? Okay, the mistletoe. Mistletoe. No, it's not. It is an ABC original. Oh, because oh. Tia was on Whoa. Lifetime before. Pleasant Grove in the PGs. I just like that name. I'm guessing it's a singing movie, The Mistletones. Well, they do sing. I think the it was made by sing. ABC Family and tells the story of a talented singer who formed a musical group to challenge her rivals at a Christmas Eve competition. Okay, here's the make it or break it for My Broken Horse Christmas. Broke back horse Christmas. What? A filmed in Lehigh. John and his father set out to find the perfect horse for their farm, but his father instead picks a mean wild mare. As Christmas approaches, John learns about the power of love and where glue comes from. <laughs> 
<laughs> My Broken Horse Christmas. Don't be Hallmark. Uh, Don't be Hallmark. There's IMDb. However, if if you look below, and I know this kind of ruins our whole thing, but if you look below. But that was in Lehigh. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's a list of like 15 more movies that were filmed in Utah. Other holiday. I know we're get, we are getting there. That's the most. My fun Christmas part. Prince is a Hallmark. The idea was out of these. Was out of these. Was out so of what these are we eight? What did we get? Who's? Where's my broken Christmas? Uh, my looking, broken horse it Christmas. Say. It doesn't say. I'm pretty I'm, sure it's not Hallmark. Uh, it's just like a. It's like I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay, then I win. <laughs> let me let me see who produced it real quick. Um, let's see details. Better off dead. <laughs> It's it's only a yeah. short. I feel like it's like a churchy movie. Yeah, Mainstay Productions is the production company. I win. Company. Guess how many hallmarks there were? Four. The Christmas Dragon, Riot, Christmas Oranges, Miracle Maker, Mythica, The God Slayer. So yeah. F- yeah, that's a, four. That's a Mormon. <laughs> so close. I said five. You said four? Yeah. Bree said four, so she Bree got, got well, it. She should know if she watches them. Yeah, she forced me to watch a bunch so of let's, them. So, so I here's, forced you to watch shit. I um, also remember that Jay Whitaker was in one of... So those were all Utah oh, County. Yeah. What was the name now, of now here's the list of just Christmas stuff filmed in Utah. So this could Mr. Krueger's Christmas. Kruger's oh, I hated that show. Freddy Krueger's Christmas. <laughs> better off dead. <laughs> better off dead. The yeah, better off dead was awesome. Dude, Dumb and Dumber was a holiday movie. Dumb and Dumber. I and hate I hate that show. And I and I told you my story of I saw him filming the the gas station scene at night where they light the dog on fire. We were driving yeah. by, we saw a film crew, we saw the dog, and I was like, that's so weird. And then when the movie <gasps> came out, I was like, oh. Little Women was filmed in Salt Lake County? How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, the mountain scenes were up at Salt Lake County. Jingle Bell. Good luck, Charlie. It's Christmas was in St. George. Huh. Christmas Land was it's in Salt Lake City. Good luck, Charlie. That's a, that's a are, TV yeah. show. Christmas Land was filmed in Lagoon? At Lagoon? Sweet. Whoa. And Riverton. Oh. Jingle Bell, that sounds like a Hallmark movie in Brigham City in Ogden. No, it doesn't. Uh, sounds like a Disney movie. Your mom's a Disney movie. <laughs> she kind of is. The Road Home for Christmas was in Salt Lake. I wonder if they filmed that at the Road Home. Staging Christmas was in Ogden. <laughs> Check into... God, there are a lot of shitty Christmas movies. That's all this list is showing. Shoelaces for Christmas. <laughs> Enchanted Christmas at the Midway. <laughs> Interesting. I can't believe I won. That's awesome. Well, uh, I'll give you a, I'll give you a uh, a present later. <laughs> a little something later. A little rough cut bareback <laughs> fries later. Get you. I know you love your French fries, so <laughs> I gave you some rough cut bareback ones. Thanks, babe. Yeah, they're good. That's my favorite kind of fry, the rough cut bareback kind. <laughs> I'm telling you, if the skin is on it, it's not bareback. <laughs> And I'm telling you, if it's skin on skin, it's definitely bareback. Definitely. (laughs) Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah. uh, Hopefully you guys have had a great holiday. Um, We'll uh, we'll be back next week uh, for uh, some other shit, uh, including our last infamous Utah episode uh, of the year. Uh, So so look forward to that. Recap of... Of the year. Yeah, a bit of a recap of the year. Um, That's kind of like we like to do some reflection. Um, Some self-reflection sometimes. Uh, If you like what you hear, please share the episode. Deep deep Thoughts by Jack Um, Handy. Yeah, it's, you know... um, Share the episode uh, wherever you listen to it. That's the most helpful. Leave us a review. Uh, uh, 
Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TNU Podcast and on Facebook at the New Utah Podcast. Feel free to post to us or to write us messages. Uh, we love to share events that are going on. Um, we're always happy to do that for our friends uh, and even our enemies that aren't racists uh, in the state of Utah. Um, if you're a racist bigot, don't share stuff for us. We, we won't We won't share it back. Um, we also don't want you to share it if you don't think Trump should be impeached. I don't know if I say that. I don't know if I'd go that far. Um, but, uh, yeah, you can also check out the website. Like I said, Jess does do really good write-ups on the one things uh, that all of our guests have. Uh, and so that's a really good place to find stuff to do. Uh, it's thenewutah.com. Uh, and truthfully, have a, uh, a great and happy holiday uh, season that's left. And uh, we'll see you, I on guess. On New Year's. We'll, we'll see you in the New Year. Thank you.